Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of We Watch, We Play, We Rant. I am your host, Roger, and I am um, joined by my co-host, Brad, and my other co-host, The Russian. How are you guys doing? Awesome. Pretty good. <laughs> oh, pretty good. Okay. Are we, are we bothering you? <laughs> no, I, I'm watching the Yankee game in the background. It's all good. You just had the number one pick in the draft. Shouldn't you be fucking ecstatic? You got this like once in a lifetime pick. I know. That was great too. But that's over now. The Devils are now picking, so who cares? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. But it's just I am very excited about getting the number one pick for the Rangers. Yes. You were so pumped for this because your season was terrible. So it was like there was hope. Season. The season wasn't bad. They made the extended playoffs more than the Devils could The say. majority of his lifetime has been terrible. <laughs> Oh, 1994 was a long time ago, I would admit. All right, so who'd you get in the pick? Who'd the Rangers get? A uh, kid from uh, Quebec, uh, Alexei Lafreniere, left wing, uh, huge oh. scorer, supposed to be a generational talent. So we'll see. Brad, is he good? I don't know anything about him. I gotta, I'm got i not going to tell you that I follow pre-draft hockey at all. Um all I know they, is that the Devils took Alexander Holtz in the first round. He actually sounds like an athlete. <laughs> um, so, you know, we'll see. Uh, he's he's a sniper, so he should complement their two uh, young centers pretty well, Brad. Yes. Um, but Lafreniere, you know, he's not supposed to be the level of like a uh, Connor McDavid or a Crosby, but just a notch below maybe a Stamkos, John Tavares, Austin Matthews type. <laughs> Oh my god, this is so boring. <laughs> anyway, uh, come on, come on. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry I asked. Uh, let's move on to that was better that, that was my hockey talk. Hey, no, I appreciate there's it. nothing so, uh, better to draw in listeners than talking <laughs> hockey. Uh, Eddie Van Halen died today. Um, it's kind of sad. You guys were uh, fans from what I got. I was really into 1984 back in eighth grade which was 1988. So I was late to the party, but I, but I had some friends that really dug that album and we would play it quite often, but um, I was definitely a David Lee Roth guy. So I wasn't really into Van Halen after, after they disbanded. I mean, I think that's kind of how it is, right? Like who likes him? I mean, maybe people like Sam. <laughs> I like Hager. Sammy Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> that does not surprise me at all. No, I like David Lee Roth more, but um well, let me start out with with the 1984 album. My dad actually back in the day was a big he actually liked uh, that kind of rock and he actually bought the 1984 vinyl. I remember him listening to it. He was a big fan of Jump and you know, he listened to that album all the time and just by osmosis I became a fan of it. I loved it and Eddie Van Halen was always one of my favorite guitarists if not the my favorite. So, you know, I find this pretty upsetting today actually and as far as uh dave lee roth sammy hagar prefer roth but i thought 5150 was a great album 
Well, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to pretend like I know really too much about Van Halen in general. Um, I also didn't even know he had cancer, but I don't really he's follow had, he's it. He's had it for a while. It's, yeah, I it didn't was one that. of those things where he went into remission and then it came back. So, you know, and it's fine. Oh, he, listen, he was 65 and he probably led a pretty hard life. So, oh, he, he did, but I bet you he led, led an awesome oh, life. Absolutely. I'm sure he made the best out of those 65 years. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. So, but still, well, still a, a tragic loss. I mean, it, they still, you know, every once in a while they would have a reunion tour and stuff, and you know, we'll never be able to have that again. No, I mean, he's look, he's iconic. I mean, oh, right? Absolutely. I mean, like, considered one of the greatest guitarists of all time. It's definitely sad. You know, so, you but know, was, he did that uh, guitar I, riff in uh, Michael Jackson's "Beat It." I did yeah, not know, you know that. I, so. I, I, yeah. So. But big loss, and you know, especially I think for guys our age, it, you know, it's uh, it's it's upsetting because we all grew up on it to one degree or another. Well, this is a uh, not a great way to kick <laughs> off the podcast. <laughs> so we're talking hockey prospects, in death. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, what else is going on with you guys? How's your dog doing? Uh, he's all right. I, in a couple minutes, uh, Jen's going to try to feed him. So she'll let me know if she needs my help. So if I have to, uh, leave for about a minute, uh, uh I'll let you know. I mean, if you have to leave for a minute, you don't have to come back. It's okay. <laughs> it would it, be temporary. <laughs> uh, yes, he's got a herniated disc. Um, he's in a lot of pain, but you know, he's not going to need surgery or anything like that. Thankfully, because he didn't lose, uh, feeling in his legs it just he's just in pain and basically needs to be on medication and rest and we have to carry him around for a month so if he's got to go outside we got to carry him out luckily he's only 20 pounds so yeah hey, tell you dude i mean since you've had dogs they're annoying they're fucking super annoying dude but, but this, not, it, it, hold on a second better. this is actually the nice one this is the this is the good one what the one that doesn't yap the entire time we're over? Yeah, this is like the the chill one that's like super cool. Well, of course, and that that's why it happened. If it was right. yapped, well, he'd be fine. <laughs> He'll be all right. This happened to him a few years ago before. It sucked for about a month, and then he he pretty much goes back to normal. So, but he's older now, so we'll see. Well, this is again some really really <laughs> fun fun news to talk about. All right, let's move into our very first segment. Uh, we watch, we play, we rant, and that is the we uh, watch section. So what have you guys been watching? I finished Cobra Kai today, season two. I made Oh, sure so you finally finished it, huh? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to finish it before we got on um, uh, to chat about it. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess we're going to try to stay spoiler-free. Um, and I know okay. Raj isn't watching it and probably won't, so I'm not too worried about talking about it uh, with him around. But um, here's the thing: you can talk about it; it's fine. But if we're going to get to like a little spoiler section because I think we might on a few things. Just say, "Hey, some spoilers coming up for another minute." Yeah. Well, overall, um, the the show was kind of like a fungus. At first, I was like, <laughs> I, you know, I just wanted to like scrape it off and forget it, and then it just kept growing and growing and growing, and now I'm like totally hooked. Um, I couldn't wait to finish season two. Honestly, by the time I got a, maybe four or five episodes in, I uh, I was excited to actually sit down and watch another episode or two. 
I just don't. I mean, I'm glad you guys are liking it. Obviously, Oleg has been you know raving about it since it was on YouTube, but I just couldn't get into it, man. I, I don't know. I, I dude, I had zero interest, like zero interest. Like the Karate Kid was something that I put in the rearview mirror years ago and never cared to revisit that world ever. And when they announced it on YouTube, I didn't care. You know, Oleg talked about it. I didn't care. I didn't even watch trailers. Um, and then, you know, it pops up on Netflix and I have, I'm waiting between episodes on the boys and I've got nothing to watch that I'm really, you know, whatever. And my kid, Brennan says to me, um, that new series Cobra Kai, my friends say it sucks. <laughs> I'm like, well, now I have to watch it just to prove <laughs> your stupid friends wrong. Um, so I started it off. I thought the first episode was mediocre at best. I thought Johnny was not, you know, I don't, I don't even know the actor's name, but I thought Johnny was not very good. Um, it felt like a um, archaic style of uh, TV. Um, but there was something about it, you know, maybe the nostalgia, maybe some of the flashback scenes, something about it that kept me coming back for a few episodes. Um, and then I was maybe four episodes in and I'm like, I don't think I'm going to bother anymore. I think I'm just going to drop it. And that was when I told you guys that I was watching it, but it kind of sucked. Um, and I'm not entirely sure at what point it changed. I think it just kind of was like, I'm thinking about it. Like I'm laying in bed, you know, trying to fall asleep and I'm thinking about the last episode I watched or what was going to happen next or whatever. And I decided, you know what? All right, I'm going to keep going. I'll get through season one and see how I feel at the end of season one. Of course, season one ends on a cliffhanger and I have to watch season two um, or at least start it. And then I get one episode into season two and I'm like laughing at the show because the kids have all aged so dramatically you know, the main kid, Miguel, has is skinny with braces at the end of season one. And then season two starts, and it's literally the next day in the, you know, in the show's continuity. He's got no braces. He put on a good 20 pounds, and he looks totally different. And, and it was so distracting, you know, maybe if there was a gap in between seasons. But going from the last episode of season one to the first episode of season two, I'm like, this is just terrible. Like, they didn't even try to make these kids look the same. And he's he was one of, of, of a few examples. Um, but I ended up sticking with it. And I think season two really started to get its hooks in me, probably around four or five episodes in. There's a particular event that happens, uh, I think, in the sixth episode. And, um, and I wanted to keep going. And, and I'm happy I did because now I'm looking forward to season three. Well, I mean, was it when it was on YouTube, was it, um, did like, was there a break between two and like one and two? Oleg, I assume you would know how long the break was between seasons. He's not here anymore. So oh. He can't. oh, he's not. Actually, it's a dumb question in the, anyways, because there's always a break in seasons. Yeah. I just don't know what the length of that break was. Was it six months? Was it a year? It, it looks like it was five years. I mean, the way that these kids change from, from one season to the next, but, um, you know, it was really silly too, because, um, Daniel LaRusso's daughter in the show, 
has a very specific hairstyle. Like the last episode of season one, her hair is is very you know you can tell it's you know it is a particular way. And then season one starts, and I'm not kidding. It's like the next. It might even be the same day as the end of season one. It's like right there, and her hair is a different color. It's a different style, and I'm like, I just don't understand why they didn't think of that. Assuming people are going to binge these shows at some point, but you know, whatever. I mean, that I'm I'm getting on a tangent with the with that a bit, but. Once I got past that, I really got into the second season, and I really enjoyed it. Well, good. I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad. Like everybody seems to be really high on it. I yeah. just couldn't. I've only watched like three episodes, and I really couldn't get into it. And I liked um, Johnny for the most part. I kind of felt like it was cool to see his side, and you yeah. know, Daniel. It was cool to see him back. Obviously, we grew up on this, but I just struggled to to really connect. Uh, with it so i really like johnny's growth as a character like he has become a sympathetic uh character um to the point where um i almost i'm getting that urge to go back and watch the first movie again and i can see him in a different light now uh so so can you guys uh hear me right now yes all right so Um, i don't know for some reason i dropped out for a minute but what I was going to say is that there was a year gap between uh, when season one and season two came out. So season one came out in April of 2018. Uh, It dropped all at once. And then season two came out in April of 2019. And again, it dropped all at once. So there was a year gap in between them. Mm -hmm. So I didn't notice that, you know, dramatic difference in the characters because I didn't watch it for a year. Yeah. So it wasn't as noticeable to me because I didn't binge the two seasons back to back. Uh, but it, for me, it hooked me immediately because I was a huge Karate Kid fan. I loved it. You know, um, it made me do karate when, you know, <laughs> it, 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 after watching, uh, I wanted to become a bully. I mean, the whole Dan Yards. Uh, so, Did you say you wanted to become a bully? Yeah. Well, I watched, great- watched Karate Kid. Can you cite Johnny in the first movie? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it, my my point being is that I had a lot of nostalgia for it. And Johnny, I thought they really flipped it. Pretty smart, I think, that they kind of made him the sympathetic character in this. I think and they he, have handled him well. And he's so, like, he's like a man out of, out of time. Yeah. Because he's so stuck in the 80s. He's still, you know drives around his eight crappy 80s car he still listens to 80s music he doesn't understand the internet he's actually a lot like me when it comes to all that kind of stuff you know i actually thought that they took it a little bit too far with that nonsense because the show opens up with him like installing flat screen tvs yeah he doesn't know how to turn on a computer or connect to wi-fi or use a smartphone it was a little bit much i felt like it got yeah. a little bit i mean i understand that it's i mean they did it for comedic effect which you know whatever yeah it just uh, felt like it was all right you know i think he can turn a laptop on for god's sake right um <clears throat> but you know what you said like it was around season or excuse me uh, episode five that you really kind of got into it of this first season 
Yeah, it well, and it was I, right. You know, and I know exactly what what that's, and I remember what that episode was. Yeah, that was when Daniel really kind of decided that he really kind of needed to take on and stop Cobra Kai, and that's yeah. when at the end of the episode he put on his gi for the first time in the show, and they had like the Karate Kid like classic music going, yeah. and um, you kind of get those, you know douche chills and (laughs) you know what i find funny about this show in general is i like johnny so much more than daniel oh he's definitely more likable than daniel no doubt about it um it's it's weird how they flip that dynamic and i kind of appreciate but 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 daniel isn't like a jerk but like no it's johnny's just just more likable yeah i agree he's more relatable sympathetic i don't know about likable but he's more of a sympathetic character yeah, no, they did a great job with him, and the, the cliffhanger for season two is just bonkers. Yeah, it, it. I mean, I've been I've been sitting on that cliffhanger now for a year and a half. You've been yeah. sitting on it for less than a day. I've been. Well, if you if you want to throw up like a little spoiler warning, you can you can do that, and then we can talk about it because I don't care. I'm probably never going to watch it. Um, All right, yeah. so yeah, I mean, up to you, Brad. I don't necessarily think it needs much of a conversation, to be honest. It, it's a cliffhanger. It's a good cliffhanger leading into a season, making you want to watch the next season. I mean, I remember when watching it and it ended. And I was like, oh, my God, they can't possibly make us wait a year to yeah. see how this resolves. And now, it's been a, and now it's been a year and a half. Well, I thought it was funny, too, because... Um, I'm, I could be mistaken here, but I thought that the show was basically dead in the water at one point. Like, we might not even be getting another season. No, th- no, I knew we would because I knew they filmed it, but there was an issue as to where it was going to be distributed. Oh, I see. Okay. It, 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 because it, it was definitely filmed, but they just weren't sure if they were going to stay on YouTube or move over to Netflix. So that was the big thing. I see. Um, I mean, it moving to Netflix was the best thing to happen to us. Oh, we wouldn't I mean, be talking it so about much it more right exposure. Now. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't even interested when it was on YouTube, but I at least checked it out. Raj, I, I think you should give it a chance because it's kind of an easy show to like watch. Each season is a total of five hours. Yeah, eh. it really okay. depends, I guess, on your situation, because I wouldn't have given it a chance if I had other things to watch either. So I get it. Um, but, you know, we're kind of in a little bit of a video game lull right now, as me personally, at least. And um, and aside from the boys, I'm not watching anything really. Yeah, but Brad, you know, you and I are different. Like our time is limited. Yeah, and Oleg can just watch whatever no, he wants. Not, and play whatever look, he wants. I'm not even including Oleg in this analogy. It's solely based on what you're doing and and how I approached it. And what I'm saying <laughs> is, if I were you and I had other things to do and watch, I probably would have never started it up either. Or I would have dropped it after three or four. Episodes. So you guys talk, say like I, you know, have like all this time on my hands. I don't. I actually hardly watch actual shows. I mean, I just do other stuff. But actual watching shows, I don't watch a lot of shows. All, all I know is last Saturday, the Saturday before, I forget what it was. We were talking about this show, and I had actually the afternoon where Michelle was with the kids, just kind of hanging out. And I'm like, I have a few hours. I'll watch uh, Cobra Kai. It sounds great. And I watched the first three episodes and it just didn't do it for me. And I'm like, what am I going to put in another, you know, two, three hours to finish season one? I just don't think I want to when it, when it comes down it, to it. I thought the first season was a slow burn, but I thought it did get better as it went on. I like Johnny. I didn't like Daniel. And obviously growing up, you like Daniel. So it's just weird. I even think he's kind of like a bad actor. Um, 
But, you know, if it gets better, I'm glad you guys are watching. It's just I don't think it's for me. Maybe down the line I'll give it, like, you know, another so, couple. Br- of- so, Brad, it actually sounds like you liked season two more than season one. I think by the time season two, uh, you know, I was already invested. So, um, you know, I'm watching season one in the first half of season one. I'm still debating if I even want to continue watching the show. But yeah. once I decided I'm all in, I think I enjoyed season two more simply because I've already made up my mind to watch it. Okay. Um, See, I thought season one was better, but you're right. It was a slow burn and it kind of was building. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoyed that. I thought season two was not as good only because it was not as consistent because I, I thought there were some episodes in it that were just like pure filler episodes. Yeah. And like really didn't add that much to it. Uh, but the way season two ended, I think the last two episodes of season two are the two best episodes pretty much of the entire series. Yeah, I mean, you got to admit, though, some of these high school kids, the way they fight each other is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, but that, was, that, but that was what was kind of awesome about it, that it was so crazy over the top. I mean, yeah. it was literally bonkers. I mean, you're watching that, you're like, I can't believe this is what I'm watching here. <laughs> uh, by the way, I have a kind of a fun fact that I noticed by watching those two seasons back to back. Um, LaRusso's son in the show is this overweight, lazy kid that all he cares about is playing video games and doing whatever he wants to do. Uh, an entitled rich kid. Yeah. And I thought it was funny in the first season, he's playing a PlayStation Vita and his dad takes the Vita away and he just says something like, Hey Siri, order me another PlayStation Vita. And then <laughs> in the very I think first or second episode of season two, he's playing with a Nintendo Switch. And I thought it was a sign of the times to have the, you know, that gap between seasons where they seamlessly transition from one from a Vita to, to a another Switch. based on what. Yeah, did like the Switch come out that I'm year? Thinking, or like, well, uh, the Switch came out in 2018. Well, yeah, and, and season two came out in 2019, but they probably filmed it in 2018. Exactly. So. Yeah. So I. Yeah. That's funny found that I mean, nobody wanted to beat it anyway so it makes sense <laughs> i just thought it was a funny uh, little you know again showing the difference of, of in in time that time gap between season one and season two and meanwhile they're like a day apart exactly like he would have never had a vita that day and then the next day he's playing a switch and i just thought it was funny and i thought it was also an appropriate little video game comment for the show yeah Maybe he always had the switch. You don't well, know. They got Possible. money. You never know. Maybe he was playing Killzone on the Vita. You know, I don't think they ever actually show the screen of what he's playing. I no, think I don't think, I don't think behind. they ever do. Yeah, but he specifically asks for a PlayStation Vita, which really surprised me. Yeah. It's like asking for a, <laughs> uh, I don't know, a, well, Sega, they C- probably, a Sega CD. Yeah, but the thing is, is that it, it's product placement, so it, it you know was that an advertisement or you know or not i don't i don't know but it was just you know i don't think so because i think the vita was probably out of production already that's that kind of what i'm getting at is the vita was already dead at that point I, you know no big deal i just thought yeah. i'd bring it up yeah, it's when he just wasn't even like just on the exactly phone. that's what yeah. i'm saying yeah. i don't know huh. all right so you guys talk cobra kai we're all watching the boys. Are we all caught up? I watched the first five episodes. Oh my god, you are the worst. You know what? Stop watching Cobra Kai. 
and actually watch a good show. I'm watching Cobra Kai. I, now, I've though. finished Cobra Kai a year and a half ago, dude. Okay, so then don't watch that Tom Holland movie that's on Netflix. Oh my god, was that terrible. was the biggest piece of crap waste of time I've had in a long time. Holy mackerel, right. was that horrible? You could have watched. The- I don't understand. Like literally, the like half of the actors in uh, Marvel movies and whatnot are in that movie, and the movie's terrible. I mean, it has Spider Man, the Winter Soldier, and Batman in, the, in one movie, and the movie was such a piece of crap. What was the problem with it? What, what what is it called? Let me. I'm looking it up. Go ahead, talk about it. What didn't you like? Um, it was, it was clearly a. I don't know what what you would call it. A. Uh, it was basically ragging on religion, mm-hmm. and how religion is horrible. It, that was the message. So the movie's the devil all yes. the time. It, it, it's okay. very much about like um, it's about this like little southern town. You know, they're all very church going, but like you know, the, all the priests are you know pedophiles. They all molest people. It's probably relatively true, but um, I I don't know. It was just very dark. It, like it was it was, there goes it, half was our audience. It, it was incredibly melodramatic. It was one of those movies where. Like they they're constantly just killing people off to to try to be dramatic, but eventually it just kind of loses its impact because it's like, oh my god, another person who just killed off, or what? What more horrible things can keep happening to these people? It's like you know, it, I mean, you just kind of got numb to it. I'm looking at the cast. It's got yeah, the cast, cast. Right. Jason Clark, Sebastian yeah. Stan. It literally uh, it has Spider Man, the Winter Soldier, and Batman. Yeah, yeah. that's too bad. Bill, it's even got a Pennywise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, that's well. why I watched it because I was I, like, "How can all these guys be possibly in a bad movie?" They were because, as we we know, the Netflix movies have not been very good in general. What's the so. one that came out with uh, Jamie Fox? Also, a superhero one. Oh, something power. Yeah, I think it's just power, isn't it? It was something. I thought that one looked kind of interesting. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, that's the one with um. Oh, there, there's somebody else name, uh, pretty famous in it. Yeah, there is. is it not Ryan second. Reynolds, is it? No, 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 no. It's um. Give me one second. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Project Just Power is the movie. It? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JGL. Yeah, that one I thought looked pretty good. I I might watch that. That's got a good cast too. It's got some yeah. good people in it. That's the thing. These. It, yeah, I just haven't. I haven't watched. I watched that Six Underground. Was, that was terrible. I didn't think Extraction was that good. It Extraction was, was okay, but it was kind of boring. I couldn't even finish Six Underground. Six Underground was horrible. Um, yeah. Triple Threat? No, it was the one with uh, Triple yeah, Frontier. I, I thought was Triple bad. Frontier was okay. But again, another one yeah, with I a just, really good cast. And that was just... Did anybody watch the uh, Charlize no. Theron movie? Wait, which one? The Old Guard? The, the old, yeah. I wanted yeah. to watch it because I've actually read the comic. Um, but no, I didn't watch it. I wanted to watch... Um, what was the other? Uh, it's a show though, uh, Lock and Key. I heard that was supposed to be pretty good. Uh, I watched like the first two episodes. I yeah. couldn't get into it. I, I, I heard it was pretty good. No, I, I just I didn't care for it. I don't know. I didn't care for the story. I didn't care for the acting. It just if it doesn't grab me in the first couple episodes, there's so much you can watch. I'll well, just yeah, move that's on. the thing. Yeah. Um, all right, so we weren't even talking about this Tom Holland movie. 
Uh, we were trying to get into the boys and your uh, lack of watching it. Uh, so what do you think of this season? I'm, frankly, a little disappointed in this so far. Actually, actually, you know what? You're correct. What did we think of the first season? And then we'll talk about this season. Um, I thought the f- I loved the first season. I thought the first one was fresh. I thought it was a great um, premise. I mean, obviously, it was a comic book before, but um, I think it's a great premise, especially right now, just for this time, to take, you know, what would happen if there were real-life superheroes, considering how prevalent superheroes are in pop culture right now, to turn that, you know, into, uh, you know, what if they actually existed and what kind of people would these be? You know, I thought that's a great premise and they did a great job with it. I I think the second one has sort of gone off the rails and lost its focus, I guess. And it's, it's, it it almost feels like a parody of the first season. Hold on a second. Try to get your focus. We're talking about the first season. Now I'd like to know what Brad said. Um, Okay. You do not listen. You've never listened. (laughs) Uh, I was a bit reluctant to watch the first season when it originally uh, uh, premiered. I'm not sure why, you know, everybody was saying, you got to see the boys, you got to, and I I don't know, I don't know in my head what I thought it was, but at first it didn't interest me. And then I finally got around to watching it and it quickly became probably my favorite show ever. Like I loved it. Um, I thought it was fantastic. And I liked that it was very focused. It had a a purpose um, and it had a, concise storyline that they stuck with and um it left you wanting more i i I thought the first season was fantastic yeah i i I remember you like us talking about it and you just like "Ah, i don't i don't think i'm gonna watch i'm not really into it like before you even tried it and i'm like this seems like this show is like right up your alley like dude it's violent it's superheroes it's actually got pretty good effects but you just were like, and like the main characters are assholes, just like him. So, <laughs> I, I, I well, definitely I, up his alley. I, I do tend to draw opinions on things without experiencing them. <laughs> that I mean, it's true. Like you would be butcher in the series if you were badass, if you were good looking. <laughs> Basically, if you was everything, uh, if you had a cool <laughs> accent. <laughs> yes, but you have the attitude and anger. Um, well, at least that's like, like <laughs> Homelander, I think is such a great character. Uh, he's such a good a, character. He's just a fantastic character, and I I just don't like what they, they just made him weird in the second season. I don't know. Well, I think Oleg, um, the second season, I think. Well, Raj, do you want to comment on the first season anymore? Yeah, no, I'm with you guys. I mean, I, I love the first season. It, you know, it was like, I didn't read the comic. Did no. anybody read the comic? Nope. Brad? No. Yeah, okay. So I didn't read it either. Um, so I had like no attachment to it. But I do like Carl Urban quite a bit. Um, so I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, it'd be, it'd be cool to see. And it's like, you know, the take on the superheroes where they put on the front that they're these good guys, but really behind the scenes are kind of like, you know, douchebags. Um and it was really enjoyable. It was very violent, which was awesome. Uh, the acting was fantastic. Homelander was great. Butcher was great. I really liked um, a few of the other characters. The actual, like, seven themselves, I wasn't a big fan of. 
Um, you really didn't see Black Noir at all in the first season um, or very little of him. That was, you know, I thought Starlight was pretty cool. I wasn't a big fan of Huey, and I'm still not, but we can talk about that this season. Um, but overall, quick impression, I liked it a lot. It's one of my favorite shows. You know, it's up there with, like, you know, Game of Thrones for me, uh, things I enjoy watching. This season, eh, you know, I, I think it's been hit or miss. We've watched seven episodes. It's yeah. It's been okay. I, I think one of the things I liked the most about the first season that doesn't seem to be in the second season is that focus that, you know, like um, the idea of figuring out how to defeat the heroes. Like, I really love that premise of exploiting a weakness. Um, yeah. And that isn't really um, taking, uh, that's not the center point of, of the second season. Um, I feel like the second well, season no, I mean, is a lot of we know we have a hit on our hands, so we're going to make a second season that just rolls into a third season. Um, and I feel like some of the episodes have been unnecessary at best and okay at worst. You know, I mean, none of them are bad, but um, they're not in my opinion, at least they're not what they, they're not capturing me like the first season did. But with that being said, the characters are still there. I still like the characters that I liked from before. There hasn't been much of a change in terms of somebody went totally off the rails. I know you were saying about Homelander and I agree that he's become a little bit of a caricature of himself opposed yeah, to just exactly. the Homelander that we knew. Right. But I do feel like in the last couple of episodes, he has p- pulled it in a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Let's see where it ends up. I think there's only I mean, one. And I know you guys left, are so. ahead of me on it, but I feel like with the deep, like, I feel like there's absolutely no purpose to his story. See, I like the deep storyline. It's funny because that's one of the ones this season that I'm enjoying. Um, his and A-Train's journey. Um, I like that. I'm not sure how I feel about the church, but I like the yeah, I'm trying I to get back into the seven. That we might have some kind of uh, payoff. I, I hope so because I think without a payoff, it's just going to be kind of pointless. Yeah, like the whole, like the whole. Yeah, to me, you know, about I mean, I don't know. I don't know why this analogy just came into my mind, but from uh, Last Jedi, the whole Canto Bite sequence, where it was like this huge like side story that was like a third of the movie, mm-hmm. and it actually literally went nowhere. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think it'll be that bad. I mean, which storyline do you think is going yeah. nowhere? The, the deep storyline? I, I mean, I, I think it's so. going to go somewhere. I think it's pretty obvious. See, the problem is right. you haven't seen the last two episodes. So you don't really know what's going on. It's also even, like, tough to talk about. Like, the last episode to me I thought was fantastic. Crazy, Especially yeah. the ending. I agree. It was just, like, such a good, and then Homelander just walking around, and I'm like, yeah, this is really cool uh, and and unexpected. Um, and totally I don't know, unexpected. like I, I felt like um, the first season ended on such a great cliffhanger with um, the butcher finding out his wife is alive and her having the kid with Homelander and like I feel like they didn't really pick up on that thread enough. They, hmm. I don't know if I agree with that, but I just don't know if I love the direction that it went after that. Yeah. Yeah, I actually yeah. don't think it was done well, but I do agree that they kind of yeah. 
resolved it. I, I just thought it was such a big like reveal where I don't know. It, again, to use the last Jedi uh, reference, it almost felt like a Luke throwing the lightsaber over his shoulder kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, I don't remember exactly where where they're at based on where you are at, but I feel like that whole situation is coming full circle. No, we'll see. Yeah, like you know, I like I said, I am two episodes behind. So, I mean, did anybody watch the um, preview for I this episode know. coming up Friday? Yeah. I don't typically watch the previews. Okay. I mean, it's like a thirty-second yeah. like teaser. Friday's the finale, um, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who are they bringing on next season? Uh, it's like some big name, isn't it? He's going to be kind of like a douchey Captain America. Oh, I'm not sure. Nah, I don't yeah, know. No idea what you're talking about. Are you thinking of John no, Cena no, in the no. Suicide Squad? Um, okay. There's a, a relatively big actor that's coming on, and he's going to be basically Captain America, but kind of a douchey version. And it's he's going to be played by kind of a, a relatively big uh, actor. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, well, I think it sounds like we're all kind of like met on this season. Mm-hmm. It has some highs and lows. But, but you know what? Really you know what I did season, like more so. than the first season, at least so far. I, also, I didn't finish it because I jumped into the boys before I was able to finish it. But I think the second season is better than the first. Is Umbrella Academy? Yeah. Oh, totally agree. Umbrella Academy second season much better than the first season. No, I'm. Did you um, finish it? Well, I'm about halfway. Okay. Yeah, the, I, I feel like that's it's yep. a good season. It has good payoffs. Uh, much more enjoyable cast. Uh, I know it's the same yeah. cast, but I seem to like yeah. them more this it's season. It's almost like really they grew things. into their characters or something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the one guy is my favorite. I'm sure he's everybody's favorite, but uh, the, uh, Klaus? the the drum. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, he's the great. Best. Yeah. He's the best. Thank you. I love yeah. that. I mean, he's guy. awesome. <laughs> he's great. So, yeah, but yeah, no, I uh, I really enjoyed the second season. Um, I like the first season. Yeah. I just didn't enjoy it as much. It, as like I said, one. it's almost like the inverse of the boys. Uh, yeah, I will say this: if I had to watch two seasons back to back of the boys or two seasons of Umbrella well, Academy, I would watch yeah. the boys. Yeah, yeah, the boys to me is still more fun. The violence is still really incredible, and the visuals are great yeah. for a TV yeah. show. Yeah, Brad and I were talking the other day about. I think it'd be cool if they did like a live act, like a, it's obviously live action, but if they did a big screen adaptation, you know, like a movie in between or a movie on Amazon, however it would go. Obviously, you can't go to theaters right now, but you know, just something like because it'd be cool to see like a actual like good Justice League. We're getting one. We're getting one in twenty twenty one. Oh, is that right? Is it's not, <laughs> that's to be determined. It's gonna well, it's, it's gonna be a mini series. <laughs> it's so amazing. It's in four parts, right? We're not gonna be able to get enough. Wait, wait. I love the. Uh, it's the Snyder cut. Oh, so there's a cut. Well, not really. We need seventy million dollars to make. Is that another how much you're spending on it? I thought it was only like thirty million. Dude. 70 million for reshoots. So they're definitely going above that 30 million. Uh... Yes. And they are doing reshoots, which he said they weren't going to need to do. Wow. 
I forget who I saw that had had um, tweeted about it, like when the reveal happened, when that trailer popped up. But it was a lot of like, oh, these are all just like similar shots, you know, like different footage from the same movie. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes. It really probably can't be worse. I do feel like so. he's running with it a little bit, Snyder. I mean, I feel like uh, he uh, his cut probably wasn't tremendously different than what we got. And he needs it to be tremendously different in order to sell this thing. Well, I mean, I think we all agree. <laughs> make it awesome. It's not our money. Spend seventy million. Spend a hundred million. I don't care. Just With make a, a good uh, movie. Superman that's not CG'd. <laughs> I mean, Dude, we got. I mean, our first. Yeah. Justice League. I, I still never get over like the very first scene of that movie with Superman with that like. You know, CGI'd out mustache. Very first movie, they're like, here you go. This is how bad it sucks. Mm-hmm. We're just getting it out of the way so you know for the rest of the movie. All right. All right. Let's, we're going to have, a, am sure, some kind of DCU rant <laughs> chat at some point. <laughs> like, we all, it always devolves it into how terrible <sighs> it is. All right. You're watching any, anything else? Uh, I am not currently. No. Other not. than sports, I'm not really watching. There's like there's no movies, so it's like there's really not much to watch. I told you I tried to watch um Did you American get Werewolf in London and No, not at all. I got to the guy was killed and then he was like you in the hospital. I'm like I can't do it. It's just basically. terrible. I could I mean I've seen the werewolf transformation a yeah. hundred times on my That was YouTube, the best part of the movie. But I just I couldn't Yeah. Dude, and I'd already seen it. So then I'm like, you know, I'm on like HBO and I'm like, oh I wanna watch um, yeah. The Thing, the 2011 one, uh, I had seen it and I remember not liking it because I'm such a big fan of the original. Uh, I, I started that and I'm like, man, this fucking sucks. The, it's like you see the uh, the creature almost right away. Um, it's all CG. And I'm just like, I, I'm just not, I, I'm not finding anything to watch. So I stopped that. I told Oleg I watched mm-hmm. The Conjuring 2 because I hadn't seen that. Did you that that was watching, really about um, it. Those are the, the things that... I did it because I don't have it on like a streaming service. Um, and I'm not going to pay for it. I'm not going to, you know, we pay for it, obviously, but I'm not going to like rent it. Yeah, I know? did watch so. uh, uh, Ghost in the Shell in 4K, the uh, anime. Um, uh, it was, you know, like I was telling you before, Raj, it's it's not a amazing transfer, but it's by far the best looking version I've ever seen of that particular movie. So, for what it's worth. You I do you not have, have well, I have right? Ghost in the Shell 2.0 on Blu-ray where they spliced in some crappy CG stuff um, and they recolorized yes. it. Yep. Um, but the only version I have of the original is in standard definition, which um, is barely watchable in my opinion because the color palette is so bad and so muted and it's so grainy and it's just not a good transfer. Uh, so this was a major upgrade for me for the original cut. Um, and does that Ghost in the Shell 2.0, does it not it have does, like, the regular version? but of it? it's a special feature and it's in 480p. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, I know I've watched yeah. that on the 2.0 version. Because I also am like with you, I didn't like it. Yeah, the, there's uh, some uh, the of the colors that they redid in 2.0 that I do like, but the CG is horrendous. I don't know why they 
and and they took out some of the most iconic scenes and replaced them with CG, which is beyond me. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, that's uh, why I, yeah, I wasn't a big the, fan. The original cut on the 2.0 disc is just a standard definition DVD transfer um, that they put on there. I'm guessing they did that because of the amount of space available on the disc. They couldn't put two full HD movies on one disc. It would be my guess. Um, hmm. But it was always disappointing okay. that the original cut was never, at least never available to me without having to go and rebuy another Blu-ray. So it just happened to be that I waited it out until there was a 4K release and felt like it was a worthy upgrade. And um, and yeah, it was good. It's it, Like I said, not the best 4K disc I've ever seen. It's got some blurry edges, some grain, but some shots are fantastic and the colors are great. So I'm happy. Uh, yeah, cool. I've actually, no, I've actually bought um, all right. a decent amount of 4K movies recently. Just, I don't know. It, it, there's nothing to buy. There's nothing coming out. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I you know, you don't myself. have you know, to buy anything. I'm an addict. You, you know, like, if, for instance, like 300 came out today in 4K. So I, I picked that up. I saw that. Yeah. I actually went to Best Buy to pick that up because they added the uh, um, steel book of it. So I was like, all right, I got to grab that. So, I love the. I'm so sick of COVID. It's so dangerous out there. Oh, 300s on 4K? Let me go to um, Best Buy. Yeah. <laughs> I might die, but for Jar Butler's I also ass, got Saving sure. Private Ryan. So. <laughs> in 4K. So, oh, and it was one. also a yeah. steelbook. So I was like, all right. So yeah, I, I, I grabbed I don't have the steelbook of it, but yeah. Um, I recently bought on Amazon the Alfred Hitchcock uh, collection in 4K. Uh, I have the Back to the Future ones pre-ordered in 4K. Yeah. Yeah, that comes out the 20th, right? And what else? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I got the Goonies in 4K. God, you're just Dude, that's like my drug. Like, I can't do anything else right now. That's where I get my endorphin rush from. I I get it. No, I get it. So, uh, that's cool. Um... All right, okay. we take a quick little break, and then we will come back with some film and movie news, and it'll be a real short segment, and then we'll get into some, yep. uh, you know, what we're playing video game stuff. Okay. We are back. So there was um, a little bit of film news. Uh, nothing super crazy, but we all saw that Regal is closing down for the rest of the year which uh, is big to us because we're up in the Northeast. Um, I don't actually know where Regal is throughout the entire country, but I know that, it, you know, obviously in New York, um, it's shut down, so we can't go to the movies anyways. Um, but I saw that AMC and Cinemark are staying open, um, which is interesting. But most movies have now been pushed. So WB announced today, was it? Yeah. At... Four or five movies have been delayed. So I just want to talk about them real quick and see what you guys think. So The Batman has been moved from October 1st of 2021 until March 4th of 2022. So about a year and a half uh, out of its original re- uh, release date. The Matrix 4 was moved from January 1st, 2022 to December 22nd, 2021. So up a year. 
Well, you know, Matrix Four was actually originally supposed to come out what uh, May of next year. Originally, I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, because you remember the the whole thing was that in uh, John Wick Four was. Oh, John. Yeah, out. they were going to do Keanu. Like, yeah. yeah. That's okay. only a month, by the way. It's moving, Raj. January 2022 to December 2021 is only a month. <laughs> but well, at least it's moving up. <laughs> oh, Brad with his fucking numbers. Oh. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm the asshole. Um, <laughs> the Flash was moved from June 3rd, 2022 until November 4th, 2022. Uh-huh. So what, about six-month delay, five-month delay? Um, Shazam 2 moved from November 4th, 2022 until June 2nd, 2023. Holy cow. And then the last one was Black Adam, which moved from its date of December 22nd, 2021 to no date whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. And then the only other big movie that got delayed Somewhat recently, besides obviously Bond and everything, the, the movies that got delayed the past, you know, that are coming up like Black Widow, Bond, uh, Dune. I'm not counting any of those. Those are coming next year. We'll see if they get delayed again. But uh, Jurassic Park Dominion got delayed from um, June 11th, 2021 to June 10th, 2022. So a full year for Jurassic Park. Dominion. Wow. I didn't hear that, that Jurassic Park got delayed to 2022. Yes, I know. I saw it on maybe Collider. I forget where I read it. It was Collider. Or it was the rap. It was one of. The I was sites. actually really looking forward to that. Well, yeah, me too. Um, but those were like the big moves. Uh, anybody got any thoughts on those? Well, I certainly did. Uh, I liked the idea of the Batman being an October release. I thought it would have been a fun Halloween type thing. Dude, doesn't it scream Halloween? I completely especially agree. the fact that it's is supposedly loosely based on the Long Halloween. Yeah. It, that's what you keep saying. Well, there is a Halloween card in the trailer, is there not? Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, it, it, whether it's loosely based on the long Halloween or not, there seems to be a Halloween vibe to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it definitely seems like it's the Court of Owls. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, that one sucks because that trailer was awesome. We all got pumped from, you know, the... Uh, God, and, and, and we have to wait a year and a half. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's a dude. It's yeah, it's a year and a half. It's it's crazy. I mean, obviously, what are you gonna do? You can't go to the movies. They're not releasing them on home video, which is what they should do, anyways. But and, they're not. And, and that's all right. I'll let Brad finish my point, then I'll go off on that. Finish what point here? Well, whatever you exactly. were saying. No, I, I was go ahead. I I think it's a huge mistake that they're doing this. I, I mean, they're. I think they need to release at least some of the medium range. Blockbusters on on demand because they're trying to cram essentially all these movies into a smaller window time frame, and I think by doing that, none of them will do well because people are not going to go to the movies that that much when you try to basically put two years worth of movies into you know twelve to eighteen months. You know what I mean. I mean, I saw also, like, I'm not sure which movie it was. It might have been The Matrix 4. It could have been Flash. I'm not sure. But one of them was, like, three weeks after Doctor Strange. Three weeks before Spider-Man 3. Right. you got to let and these like, movies breathe a little. That Batman, doesn't give you a lot of time. It was Batman, Raj. That's right next to Strange. Is that, yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember what it was. I mean, that's just, I don't know. I think I mean, We all agree, like, 
none of these movies would come to on demand. They're too big. They make too much money. <laughs> Not if theaters never open back up again. I mean, they'll open eventually. You know, this I mean, COVID apparently will Tenet get is taken. considered a big bomb. So which one? Tenet. Tenet yeah. Oh well, yeah, but they shouldn't have opened it. That was their that fault. was dumb. Yeah. I mean, of course it's a bomb. You have half capacity and people don't even want to go to the theater then. I think it, what's, what's going to be interesting is to see how Tenet does once they release it on demand. Yeah, which they should have if, done if, at this if, point. If it does in great money, then maybe they do reconsider putting some of these movies out on demand. I mean, it was the number one movie this weekend. It made like $2 million, so... Yeah, but they, they, I mean, what's it made domestically? Like $45 million? Yeah, but three hundred worldwide, which actually isn't terrible. It's not terrible, but no, but it would have probably. I mean, it probably would have made two hundred domestically easily, yeah. and probably five hundred worldwide. You know, I don't know if the rumor was true or not that it had to like make eight hundred million to like break even or whatever. But even if you're like have to be in that ballpark, you you there's, just hold there, on. There's to no it. way that movie would have, under any circumstance, would have ever made eight hundred million worldwide. Yeah, I don't know what his la- I don't know what Interstellar and um, his movies. Is. He doesn't have that much of a built-in audience. Like his movies reach a certain plateau, and aside from the uh, Dark Knight movies, and they don't really go above or below it. You know, all the movies make you know the two hundred million dollar range domestically, and that's pretty much it. Well, I think too. Um, what really kind of doesn't help is this was not like universally praised as a movie. Yeah. It's not like it's been okay. It's not like a franchise either, or something that like people are, that's recognizable that you know, mm-hmm. like a movie like that would have to be completely just out of this world outstanding in order to make eight hundred million dollars worldwide. Considering it doesn't have any kind of built-in uh, audience or people don't know what it's about. I mean, I don't know. So, but. I, I think they need to start releasing more of these movies at home digitally. You know, make them twenty bucks so, to rent. Um, I mean, I think I heard that like Mulan was a huge success for them. That's what I heard. Um, if, if Mulan's a big and success, I heard that I mean, Bill and Ted made, made like thirty-two, which I think that's probably what it would have made in the theaters. Correct. I just we're not getting like that mid-level like um, like superhero kind of movie like shazam probably actually is the closest thing to like a mid-level right. or you know maybe like ant-man or something like that but we're not getting that so no one's going to release a black widow on at home i think just black not gonna, widow it's make a would be a good mid-level because we're not talking avengers here you know what i mean you don't think black widow makes a billion dollars black widow would have done very well if it would have it, it would have but it's not spider-man it's not avengers it's not, I know what you're saying, but I feel like people were very much ready to go see Black Widow. No, they were. They were. Uh, but I think if they released it on, you know, if, on like Voodoo or something, I think it would do very well. I've heard that Disney specifically is very reluctant to do a lot of these uh, direct to on demand type of movies because of piracy. And they are very afraid of these movies being. You know, the day that they're released, the pirates get a hold of them. Yeah, but and they've then... all done well. Even I didn't Onward do pretty well. No, I thought Onward did well. I don't think so. What What do you mean? Like how it was released for free on Disney Plus? Eh. On the day it was supposed to be, it was a it was a free. 
it was awesome because the kids are, you know, our kids got to watch it for free, but it didn't go to the theater. If it did, it didn't make anything at the theater. And it wasn't like a, it's on demand. But I thought it was on demand. Who's paying it? You can just get it. Be wrong, but, all right. I, real quick, I just want to say that Inception made 836 million worldwide. Inception made 836. Okay. All right. So just a heads up Dunkirk made 500 and something. Yep. And I'm looking up Interstellar just to see. But I did look up um, Ant Man and the Wasp. And I made six hundred million worldwide. So if that's like considered like a mid level, I would guess, right? What I mean, I, I would think Black Widow probably would have done better than that. I I'm think thinking, so. He's a very popular character. I, yeah. I'm thinking probably seven fifty like, to eight hundred. You know, there's been a drought for the MCU. People are jonesing mm-hmm. for it. Uh, let's see, Interstellar made about seven hundred million. Yeah. I mean, those are pretty yeah. good numbers, but it, they also had star power. Oh, I agree. Actually, totally. That was one of the first things when um, Tenet came out is uh, the guy that's in there, uh, Denzel's kid. <clears throat> I think I've seen him in like, I think he's in Ballers on I've HBO. I've heard him talk. I have no idea. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but I want to say he was on Ballers, but um, that could be totally wrong. I mean, that. Pattinson, I mean, I wouldn't consider him a big He's not he's a not draw. draw. Correct. He's not. So... I don't know, dude. I mean, I think, I think we all agree like it would be nice to get these movies on home, but I just don't see it happening. I just they they make too much yeah. money. Even if you make a hundred million, like I think Trolls made a hundred million Trolls too, which I is think pretty that's good. what I was thinking of. Not uh, onward, I, I was thinking of Trolls. Right. So Trolls too, but it probably would have made two hundred, three hundred worldwide. At, you know, in the theater, Trolls is pretty big. Well, I don't know. I don't, it's very. Popular. I'm kind of curious. How did King so, of Staten Island do? But that's what we're getting. We're getting those type movies, and they're they're terrible to judge. Like, oh well, they're not super successful. Yeah, because you're not giving us like that triple A movie, man. But that's what I mean. I, like, I wonder how that did. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not even sure how to look yeah. that up. So, all right. So, a bunch of movies got pushed. Not surprising. Everything's getting pushed. It's fine. You know, next year's already packed. This year, we still have six somewhat major releases coming out, supposedly. I'm going to read them off to you, and I want you to tell me at the end if you even think we get any of these in the theater. All right. So we have uh, Pixar's Soul. That comes out November 20th. Crude's 2, November 25th, which also is ridiculous. Why are you guys going head-to-head? Um Free Guy, December 11th. That's that Ryan Reynolds movie. Uh, Death of the Nile, which is December 18th. The uh, sequel to the, um, what was the Agatha yeah. Christie one that came out? Uh, that I think was pretty popular. Um, Coming to America, the sequel to Coming to America. Um, and that is December 18th. And then Wonder Woman 84, which has been delayed like 10 times, is supposedly Christmas. Um, I don't see Wonder Woman coming out. That's for sure. I don't see. I don't see. I could, coming out. I agree. I don't think one single movie. Comes and I out. think like Crudes two and like the other kids movie, those would be perfect movies to actually release a streaming. Look, I think all of those movies you listed aside from Wonder Woman are ideal for streaming. No, so totally like, with you like guys, coming to I America. Actually... Why wouldn't that be streaming? That can't. That could not have had a big budget. 
Yeah. Oh no. Why wouldn't Death and, of the Nile? And you know, go coming to America is going to make money. People are going to be interested in it. Teddy Murphy. People love the original. You know, it just if it's any good, people are going to watch it. No, I I'm with you guys. I think all five of the six will will possibly come to on demand. Um, like you know, like day and date. And I think Wonder Woman just gets pushed back till God, August. Wasn't July, Wonder Woman originally pushed back from last November? To the uh, summer, yeah, possibly. yeah. I don't I think it was. So it's going to. So yeah, it's going to no be way basically like that, new mutants. It's going to be like what? new mutants. The way it keeps getting pushed back. It'll probably be the quality of new mutants. So <laughs> I heard that wasn't terrible. Yeah, I've actually heard the same thing. Uh, I mean, I'm. I, I'll definitely watch it. When it I'll definitely okay. watch it when it comes on uh, demand or whatever. I'll probably. Who am I yeah, joking? No, I, I'll probably buy the DVD or Blu-ray. So do you think Pixar sold? Do you think they do what they did with Mulan? Make it a pay? Like one of those D-plus uh, premiums? It would make sense. I think I, it, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they you know, they put Onward on there, which I think has more um, name recognition with Chris uh, Pratt and Tom Holland. So uh, I don't even know who's in Soul, honestly. Yeah, I, Have you guys seen the story? I, I really know nothing about it. Yeah, I don't know much about it either. Yeah, actually, I don't. I watched the trailer, but it didn't do anything for me. I actually think, um, in general, Pixar's on a bit of a, besides Toy Story 4, a bit of a downward. And I didn't trend. think Toy Story 4 was that great. Uh, Jamie Foxx is in Tina Fey. Those are actually pretty good. Uh, and then a bunch of other, you know, actors, uh, smaller ones. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't, it was about a guy who died. It didn't look great to me. Um, I didn't like Inside Out either. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Roots too seems like yes. Send it direct to video; it'll probably make similar to right. Tools money. Anyway, those are kind of the uh, oh, the only other one in there that I think is interesting is I think Free Guy because it actually looks like it has a decent budget. Is that the one where he's inside a video game? Yes, it's like he's in like, in like yeah. GTA or mm-hmm. Fortnite. Yeah, but it looks good. They just released a new trailer um yesterday, two days ago. Uh, I thought it looked good. The visuals look good. God, it, it's crazy to think about how these movies were supposed to come out like months ago. Oh, Free Guy comes out like normally whenever it was supposed to come out or if it's supposed to come out in December and it actually comes out to like a normal theater. It yeah. bombs. It totally bombs. If Ready Player One doesn't make like, you know, a ton of money, uh, I can't imagine Free right. Guy does. Right. Although, uh, although Free Guy definitely has Ryan Reynolds going for him, which Ready Player One had absolutely zero star power. It, it had Spielberg, yeah, but like it had you know, a, nobody cared about the cast. Huge festival, right? Isn't Ready Player yeah. One a huge book? It is. I mean, in Ryan Reynolds, as much as we like him, he's been in some real duds. I tried to watch the Hitman's Bodyguard; it was yeah. horrendous. Um, Didn't they? Aren't they making a sequel for that? He was in that Six Underground that was on Netflix. It was terrible. Uh, making a sequel uh, to what? Hitman's Bodyguard. Isn't it the Hitman's wife's like bodyguard? That, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's a bad idea. Uh, yeah. That one. Of course. Well, did you hear about how right. he's supposed to be like the focal point of the next phase of uh, the MCU, apparently? I had heard, I saw a headline like uh, Deadpool will be the Iron Man I, <laughs> of the MCU. I, yeah. That makes what? zero sense. I'm not buying any of that. Either. I don't buy that either. I mean, I could see him being like in a lot of the movies. 
and but I'm not buying him being you know the leader. So no, he's like the the middleman to the MCU and like to the Avengers world and the X Men world and the Fantastic Four. Now, world. I mean, he is um, in the comics. Him and Spider Man have a lot of stories together, so I could see them doing something together in the movie. But that's I don't know. That's really. I mean, currently their most popular like comic book character. He's in like everything. Who is Spider Man? Oh, Deadpool. No, Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, Spider Man's always popular. It's like saying Wolverine's popular. Of course he is. But like Deadpool's like super popular, right? He's been yeah. for a while now, but the, oh, movie, the movie only helped. helped. I mean, awesome. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that was kind of the only uh, movie news that I had. Uh, nothing super exciting. Oh, anybody want to talk about Jamie Foxx being Electro? Yay, nay. Uh, I I'm not thrilled. I didn't like his Electro and Amazing Spider-Man two. I don't like Amazing Spider-Man two in general. Um, I don't like how that movie was was approached from a, a director standpoint i felt like they were trying too hard to make it like a sam raimi type of spider-man but not um so i mean could jamie fox be a better electro under better direction sure maybe but why even have that be a thing unless there is some really cool way they plan on bringing the Spider-Verse into the MCU. Um, it seems kind of uh, pointless to me. Yeah, and I fully agree with you on that, where unless they're doing a Spider-Verse type of thing, it's like, okay, well, what's really the point? Right. It, especially if it's... But they I mean, are, if he, like, he plays yeah, Electro, right? but like a different version of Electro, okay, you know, sure, whatever. But no. it... it there's zero chance he's Electro, yeah, but it's it not the same sense. Electro. But if this is... There's no way that they wouldn't just recast right. but if like this Electro. Is a way for them to incorporate the um, Garfield Spider-Man and then bring in Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, now that would be awesome. I don't necessarily disagree with, with the idea of the Spider... You know, all the Spider-Mans, if you will, coming together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but of all the villains that they've had and done... Electro is not a good one. It's no, not like the Electro he was the worst, is the... He was probably the worst villain out of all the movies. Well, I think uh, Roger will agree that, uh, you know, that uh, Oz, uh, that uh, Green Goblin in Amazing Spider-Man 2 is probably the worst one, or Rhino, if you want to go that far. Uh, Rhino was barely... I mean, he was in it for 30 seconds. But so. he was... Yeah, man, he was... Uh, it, look, the whole movie in my That movie is terrible. ...was not good. But you know, it's funny. I don't hate it as much as you guys do. I actually like the Jamie Foxx character. I like the music for the electro sequence. Um, I actually thought he was good. I, I, I think the really the problem was how bad Dane DeHaan was in it and how bad his Green Goblin was. If they can bring back Jamie Foxx as an electro and like actually have like a competent director, the guy who did the first two Spider Mans, uh, you know, the Tom Holland ones, I just yeah, give it a shot. That. Like, you know, Electro or Jamie Foxx isn't like the Hugh Jackman of of Spider-Man. It's like, I don't understand why there's nobody clamoring for Jamie Foxx's Electro to make a comeback. It just seems like a very odd choice to me. Yeah. Um, He is a fairly, still fairly popular actor. 
and he's very good. You know, he is a good actor. So it's like you're not bringing in, I guess, Alfred Molina. Right. Nobody you're cares not bringing about him in. You're not. Bring, I mean, you're not bringing William Dafoe. Well, actually, I wouldn't mind if they brought William Dafoe back. Um, so, um, with just better, you know, well, he's easily direction. the most iconic of the right. older Spider-Man films as far as villains in my. Actually, opinion. what was the resolution for Electro in Amazing Spider-Man Two? I don't even remember. Did he die? He Did tell he... You, man. I... They have him. I, if I remember correctly, he's in some kind of like captivity uh, at the end of the film. Um, okay. Because they were setting up the Sinister Six, in which he would have oh, been correct. part right, of. Right. 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 So that's yeah. I watched that trailer uh, the other day because I was heard the news. I'm like, oh, this is kind of exciting. I'm like, I haven't watched it in a while. Let me watch the trailer for it. And that trailer makes it out like that movie is the Sinister Six. Everything they're showing is like yeah. the vulture wings and the uh, Electro, Rhino. Who else was the other one that they had in there besides the Green Goblin? Um, they had like yeah. the little, you know, when they're walking through and it's got like the Venom thing in there. Um I was just like, oh, this 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 trailer means this is a Sinister Six movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, so speaking wasn't. of uh, Venom, when is Venom coming out? Venom two. I think Couldn't it still it. has the no, October window, right? Of, the, of, of next this year. year of next year. Next year. I okay. could be totally wrong, but I thought that they were retaining an an October release, and I thought it was just moved to next year because I swear that there was talks about it competing with Batman, but I could be totally wrong. What about Morbius? No idea. Yeah, the movies that were actually next year, I don't know when they got, if they got pushed, I don't know when they got pushed to. Um, you know, like, we obviously know what dropped out this year, but I don't know, like, if you were in, because I think Morbius is, like, May of next year. Is it right. still May? I don't know. You know, I know Eternals. I got to imagine, like, with Eternals and Black Widow and what other MCU movies that were coming out. Actually, you know, Morbius, I know Morbius, Morbius is a um, movie. Yeah, oh, I agree. And it may be. Although, I don't know what Sony's doing. I don't know what right. Sony's plans are. All right. That was movie news. Uh, I just want to talk about the Jamie Foxx thing real quick. Uh, let's move on to what we would call the play section. Uh, we'll probably come up with a better name at some point. But uh, this is about video games. Um, this is the pretty much the going to be the last segment uh, for anybody who's still listening, if you even tuned in, um, because this is a long. Uh, we're working on it. We're going to figure it out, get the kinks. Um, but essentially, we're just going to talk about uh, some next gen news, um, some news that came out these, today or yesterday, small things, nothing big. Um, we'll do a real quick run uh, rundown on that. And then um we will call it a night so anyways uh guys what have you been playing Anything i fun? uh i just finished astrobot rescue mission on playstation vr yeah and, no i did um, too yep let's see what else have i been playing um i've been bouncing around a little bit um just because i'm a little bit waiting for next gen and uh i played some i've been playing a little bit of modern warfare um some of the ground war multiplayer um i've been playing a little bit of final fantasy 7 remake again just you know i i thoroughly enjoyed that and i like being in that world so i pick it up and just do random missions on occasion um and i played some doom vfr today uh which i wanted to talk to you about raj at some point about those controls 
because I'm not quite sure. Um, you said you were playing it with a controller and, and you weren't able to free roam without teleporting. No, 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 no. So real quick, um, I, I popped in Doom uh, because Eternal came out on Game Pass and I played a little of that and really enjoyed it. And I'm like, you know, what? I want to re-give Doom VR a shot. We were talking about great graphics and we talked about um, Astrobot looking really good. And you're like, oh, well, you know, so did Doom and so did something else. I forget what you said. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I remember not thinking Doom looked that great. Let me pop back in. I was kind of underwhelmed with it. And I started playing and I got through the, the level of Zana. I was like, oh, this is really good. But you can move with the controller from, from what I could find. But you're yes. aiming it with your head. You have the to reticle look is you your head. Shoot. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. And you teleport for the jump, which I don't like, but that's not end of the world because you teleport through the guys as yep. you're like um, melee kill. But I don't like the aiming with your head. I wish you could just, why can't people just give me the controller, let me play a game like I would play it normally, and yeah. just put me in that world? It seems so simple to me. I would play almost every single game we have in VR. I would sit behind our squad in Ghost Recon in VR. That would be awesome. I don't need to have gimmicky. I don't mind the gimmick controllers or the aim control or the moves or whatever, but I don't need that. If you want to have that as an option, that's great. But I just want to move with the controller, man. I just want to move around like you play Doom, Doom or Doom Eternal. And, then, you know, having to use your head's not end of the world. Well, I, but thought, it's still I, I think it's odd, too, because when you play with the controller in this game, specifically in Doom, um, the arms that are holding the guns are totally static. They're in one position unless you move your head to, you know, position the reticle in a different place. But if you play the same game with the aim controller, the arms are no longer static and the gun moves. They mimics the movements of the aim controller. So my point is, is the animations are there to allow for that kind of movement and aiming but they just don't allow it through an analog stick where they do allow it with the aim or most likely the move controllers. Because hmm. if I play that game with aim, I can literally sit, not move my head, not move my body, and just move the gun barrel around and the reticle will go wherever I point that gun. Yeah, but that's like your head. I know, but my it's point just like is using your head. the arms aren't static. And it's it's animating that reticle based on the position of the move controller or the aim controller. So what I'm saying is the the animations and the idea of moving that independent of your head is programmed into the game. I'm not looking around to move that reticle when I'm holding the aim controller. So why can't I move that reticle with an analog stick? But you see what I'm saying. Again, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get what you mean. I know, like, I think they were really trying to, like, a lot of these games, like, oh, it's in VR, you've got to use, like, yeah, whatever to feel immersive. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that can help. That could be kind of cool if you want that. But also, it's cool just to sit in a chair and play a game, but be in that world, look up and see the giant, what's the giant, like, or whatever, the giant yeah. um, demons and stuff like that. Or whatever it is. I mean, Astrobot's a perfect example of, God, you feel yeah. like you're in that world. You feel like that sun's being down on you. You feel like you're in the water. You feel like when it's scary. That game would have been considered a masterpiece if it was Mario. Without it. 
Yeah, we're not the first people to touch, touch on that, but absolutely. If that was a Mario game, that's a 10 out of 10. That's like yeah. you have to have VR to have this. Um, it's unfortunate, too, because I don't know, you know how much they're really embracing it. He doesn't seem to get his own... Astrobot doesn't get his own game besides the pack-in on the PS5. Like, But, you know, maybe we'll get a great... You know, I've actually you know, been Astrobot hearing a too. lot of good things about the Astrobot uh, pack-in because that's one of the few games that Sony is allowing... Um, you know, some of those YouTubers to play. And um, from what I'm seeing and hearing, people are pleasantly surprised by it. And apparently it plays exactly like the VR game, but just not in VR. And it has a full campaign, supposedly, which, you know, I'm a little bit reluctant to believe. But if it's true um, and it's not just a bunch of random little, you know, mini games so, so you can feel the DualSense controller. Uh, I think that's a pretty cool move, having it as a bundle, you know, pre-installed on every single PlayStation. Oh, I would definitely play it. I mean, I I played some of it, but as I've told you guys before, I have a hard time with VR just because it makes me really motion sick. But I enjoyed Astrobot quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I just, again, I just couldn't really play it for long periods of time. And if they actually released it as a just a regular... Um, you know, Mario-style game, a 3D uh, world kind of game. Oh, I'd be all about that. Well, you might be getting that, and you didn't, you know, you're not even going to have to pay anything for it, because it's just oh, going to be that, on your be PS5. Great. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to show off the control, apparently, right? Apparently, like I said, this is a little bit hearsay, because I don't know Japanese, so I'm going off of what translators are saying. <laughs> um, wait a minute all those all those yakuza games that you've played you still don't know japanese yeah well my, all that anime my Come kid on. can say stuff i can't um yes but uh yeah. <laughs> but based on some translations that i've seen people are claiming that it's not just a controller show-off type of of uh game it's not it actually is a full, fully realized game that happens to show off the controller as well. Things like the um, the surface that Astrobot walks on changes so that you can feel when he's on sand or metal or grass or whatever the case is. You're supposed to be able to feel this in the dual sense, um, but they're tying that immersion and that gimmick into a full, fully fledged, you know, uh, platformer. Uh, supposedly right supposedly yeah that's that's what i'll say is when i see it like it's the same with the controller i'll buy the haptic feedback shit that they're they're telling us when we play it i can actually feel it so um we need to take a, a quick break and we'll continue with uh what we've been playing go ahead brad uh, let's see. Anything else I've been playing? Um, I feel like I have... Well, I... As you know, I finished Ghost of Tsushima about, what, maybe a month or so ago? Um, and I played the hell out of that. Uh, actually platinumed it, which is not something I typically do. I'm not a trophy guy. But it was one of those instances where I was looking for reasons to continue playing and 
the trophy list kind of uh, helped give me a, a little bit of incentive as to what I can do and where I can go in the game. And, um, and I'm very much so looking forward to that patch and update that we're getting uh, next Friday. I believe it's next Friday. Yeah, dude, that uh, update looks awesome. Yeah. You know, with that being said, I'm probably going to hold off on playing the campaign anymore or the main single-player portion of it until the PlayStation 5, hoping that we get a either a upgrade patch or there is a um, enhanced mode by default on the PS5. Um, but I will check out the, uh, the co-op prior to that. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But... Um, that's about it. I've I'm I haven't really dug into anything aside from wanting to get Astrobot out of the way. Um, I'm not playing much else at the moment. Okay, uh, Oleg, have you been playing anything? Uh, really, not too much. I did pick up Squadrons uh, last week when it came out. Um, I haven't tried it in VR yet for reasons why I said earlier. Really, I'm an idiot for even really buying it because that's probably the only reason to play that game. But I played it in uh, the traditional, uh, I guess it's first-person mode uh, that's not in VR. And it was pretty good. Uh, just uh, a space shooter. Um, but <laughs> I don't know what it is. You brought this up to me earlier in the week maybe that's what i have like maybe i do have vertigo because even playing it in regular mode i was getting a little woozy but yeah i so i didn't play it for that long and but aside from the wooziness you know i thought it was pretty cool so i tried that um i picked up crash 4 i haven't tried that yet I've, i'll probably get to that this weekend probably the only person that bought crash 4 because i heard that pretty much bombed yeah i heard the same thing uh, but it's supposed to be really good. I heard yeah. it got really good reviews. I really enjoy the old Crash games. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it regardless. So I'll probably get into that this weekend, I would imagine. Um, other than that, I've just been doing kind of quick uh, pick-up-and-play games. You know, nothing that I have to invest too much time in. Yeah, I've been just playing NHL 20, Streets of Rage 4. Ever since I finished Last of Us 2, I've been having difficulty like really sitting down and diving back into a game because that game it, it was just it, it it was it was great but it was exhausting i still feel like i'm exhausted from it yeah i mean you and i went through i think a very similar thing where we played that pretty much non-stop yeah <clears throat> you know as much as we could uh over you know it took me 32 hours to finish it yeah and i was about the same but it was incredible. Oh, it's I mean, an I incredible have... game. And I think maybe that's what um, I'm experiencing because I know that, like, no matter what I play now, especially, like, a big game like that, it's not going to be as good. So I almost have to forget how good that game was before I can, like, really enjoy anything else. Well, I tried I, – I was talking to Brad about this, you know, a month ago when we were – when Ghost came out. And I was just like, I can't get into Ghost. Like, it's really pretty – it's actually it's a good game. There's like there's no reason not I, I, to. I bought it. I I have ghosts. I it's, I haven't even opened it yet. It's just because of playing The Last of Us before that. Yeah, that's really that's the only thing I can think is like it's so heavy. Like I did not want any kind of a serious game after that. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this, um, and and I I have a similar experience going on where I was um, 
very much so craving like heavy story character driven games for a very long period of time. And I got Final Fantasy VII Remake and Ghost of Tsushima basically back to back. You know, by the time I finished Final Fantasy, uh, Ghost hit shortly afterwards. And I put, you know, I think the last I checked, I was around 35 or 36 hours on Final Fantasy. And I had to put close to 100 hours in Ghost. I mean, it was every day, hours, you know, at a time. Um, And now I'm like, I'm burnt. I'm spent. Like, I've been wanting Yakuza 2 forever. I just kept passing it up, waiting for a sale, waiting for a sale. It's $9.99 right now on the PSN. And I don't even want to buy it because I'm so not in the mood to play a heavy story, heavy character driven narrative right now. And that's partially why I went back to Astrobot. And that's partially why I've been playing uh, some Call of Duty and just like almost like detoxing. Like I'm trying to come down from these types of narratives. Um, Actually, if I forget the other game that I've been playing. Is uh, I bought the uh, Mario 3D All Stars. Yeah. So I've been, I have been playing that. Mm-hmm. I, I've been playing uh, Mario 64 on it, which uh, I I feel like the game hasn't aged well, but I keep playing it just because I'm hoping like maybe it gets better. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but like that game is kind of hard to play at this point. I feel, but especially after we've had some really great 3D Mario games in recent years. Uh, with uh, Odyssey, which is absolutely amazing, and uh, Mario 3D World on Wii U, and going back to I mean, Mario 64 is is hard to do. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like every Mario game since Mario 64 has been better. Yeah, but I'm like, but I'm, I'm but I'm playing and I'm kind of you know getting through it. Did you try the um? What is it, Mario 35? That's on um. That's, isn't that what like that, isn't that what this is? No, no, but like, isn't there like an online game? Yeah, it's it's a survival thing, like a um, there, it's like a battle royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play Mario, Super Mario Brothers, like in a two D traditional NES looking Super Mario Brothers, um, and it's the basically the last survivor of thirty five people at a time, I believe. Hmm. No, I'm completely unaware of what that even is. And it's like limited, right? Like yep. it's it's going to go away. Yep, it goes away just like the um, the Mario Collection. But the difference being is it's an online only game, so even if you have it, it won't work anymore. You know, once that March date hits, isn't there another Mario Collection that's coming out like later in the year? Yeah, there is another one. Um, I believe it is 3D World, right? With uh, with an additional it, it level or something. Yeah. 3D World was a great game. I mean, it's right on par with uh, a Mario Odyssey. Is that the one that's on? Which one is it? Land that's on the 3DS. Yes, yes. Mario Super Mario 3D Land. So that's the one that was on the Wii and the or the Wii yeah, U. Wii U. Wii U. Yeah, no, that's a good game. Yeah, it's really good. Um, the only thing I've been playing is I, I told you I played uh, Doom and I played Astrobot. I finished Astrobot finally, and. I played squads, um, Star, uh, Star Wars squadrons. Um, I thought it was really good. I think it's great being in the VR. I feel like that's the only way to play it. I know it's tough to say to talk about it because Brad hasn't played it, 
Oleg's only played it the baby way, so it's like <laughs> it's tough. But if you like the the Rogue, um, the Star Wars Battlefield One aspect, I think you would like this, Brad. When it's on sale for twenty bucks at some point, you know, when you're itching to pick it up, or after you've watched Mando and you're like, dude, I'm in a Star Wars fix, yeah. I'd say you would like it. So yeah, I mean, there's no doubt I'm gonna own it at some point. It's just a matter of when I'm gonna get to it. God, those old uh, what was it, N64 and GameCube Rogue Squadron games. Oh, the, the, now those were great. You know what's funny is I never got into them because for the I was really tired of flight simulator type games with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Ever since it was like ever since Rebel Assault and Tie Fighter and all those games came out, it was like we had this overwhelming amount of flight games in the star wars universe. yeah it, i know what you're saying but rogue squadron was different those were almost like almost more like sim games it, these were more action arcadey type that was a, a gamecube yeah game, right? and yeah again, the first the it, first one was on n64 and then the next two were on gamecube which yeah they were very which good. doesn't help me because i wasn't i never owned an n64 and I didn't get a GameCube until they clearanced them out for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, and even I then, I only had it for like a year before I got rid of it. I, I mean, look, you guys know I'm not a Nintendo guy. I don't really care for any of their franchises besides Metroid. And uh, typically, I could live without any Nintendo hardware if it wasn't for, you know, my son. So, well, that's why he's cooler than you. Well, it's just, you know... <laughs> You can say that, but we all can agree that Nintendo makes shit hardware. They do. Hardware, the Switch yeah. is cool, but it's way underpowered, which has been their yeah, MO I mean, the Switch since is the, what it the is. Wii I mean, came it's, out. It's a gimmicky system. Like That's what Nintendo does. They make gimmicky systems. Yeah, but their only benefit is towards their first-party product. They never yeah. have a good third-party machine, and because I'm not invested in Nintendo first-party products... Their hardware is not appealing to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, as far as Nintendo, like, I don't really, you know, I know this is blasphemous for some people. I could care less about Zelda. I, I don't, I've never been a huge Zelda fan. I think I the last, it, I think the last Zelda game I truly enjoyed was Link to the Past on Super Nintendo. I've never played a Zelda game aside from putzing around here and there with them. I was never a Zelda fan. So, you know, people hold, you know, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask in like huge regard. I tried playing them. Talk about unplayable. Like I cannot get into those at all. Um, And I tried Breath of the Wild. I couldn't get into it. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, for me, Mario, but I really enjoy all the various incarnations of the Mario games. That's what it sucks me back in every time. Yeah, those are pretty straightforward and, and fun to play. I, I feel like Zelda, I don't want to say isn't, because they're obviously, they have their hardcore uh, you know fan base. But I'm with you. I've tried Ocarina when it came out on the 64, and I was just like, yeah, I don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. I'm with you. The, my favorite ones were the top-down uh, Super yeah, Nintendo Link ones. to the Past is a fantastic yeah. game. Yeah. So, but again, I never finished that. I never finished the NES one. I don't know. They're just not really games for me. I think the Super Mario ones or the Mario Brother ones are good because you can just kind of pick it up, play a level. You don't really have to think too exactly. much about it. Exactly. And and the new I, ones are 
just like that, except, you know, better yeah, looking. Exactly. They're just better looking. And, yeah. you know, but it's still the, it's still the same game at its core. Oh, completely. All right. So clearly none of us are really playing anything too major right now, kind of getting ready for the next gen, which is coming soon, which we're going to talk about in literally one minute. I just want to do quick bulletin points on these things. See if anybody saw any of this stuff today. And if you have anything to say, and if not, we will just move on to our next and final topic. Did well, like, did you see the NBA 2K21 uh, uh, next year? No, gen? I didn't. Oh, it looks when good, did it man. Come out? It looks... Launch. Uh, I think it's launch. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I've been, I, I've been wanting to get it. Well, the problem is I heard uh, uh, 2K21 on this gen is terrible. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it got great reviews. Um, I was actually really enjoying but, 2K20 because I had it on Game Pass, and then they pulled it. So I was actually been contemplating uh, buying it on uh, Xbox just so I can continue my season. That I was wait, playing. wasn't one of them on Plus not too long ago? Dude, it was on Plus, and not only that, it was three dollars at yeah, one point. I remember that as well. <laughs> yep. So uh, good job. <laughs> I mean, it looks good. You know, they didn't show, like, a ton of, like, actual, like, on-court gameplay. They showed um, in the trailer a lot of, like, character models. They showed the guy coming out of the um, the hallway, which is very cool. Um, it looked good. You know, it kind of reminded me of when you saw Fight Night Round 3 for the first yeah. time. And you're like, oh, those sweaty dudes look good. <laughs> so, um, All right. So nobody really saw that. Anybody watch anything on the Watchdog Legions today? I did not. I heard what you uh, were, you know, what you had said about it earlier today, but I didn't. I was never. Uh, that game's not on my radar. I know I'm not buying it. I'm not a big Watchdogs guy, so it, it's not something that I seek out when they release new videos or trailers. Yeah, I've never been either. I think I picked up the original game cheap, possibly, but I've never even popped it in. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't disagree. I bought it for like eight bucks a couple years ago or whatever. I think I might even bought like um that and two for like fifteen dollars, like a, a like a double yeah, pack. Yeah, I think I have um, Watch Dogs two, not even Watch Dogs one. And Watch Dogs two was, I think, a PS Plus title at one point. It was. Um, I would have it. Oh, okay. Uh, so they had some new videos on that today, kind of, you know, talking about the co-op, about the season pass, what's free, you know, all that bullshit. So the, uh, we talked about ghost and then the only other thing I thought, Oleg, or you might be somewhat interested in is that need for speed, hot pursuit remake or remaster. I'm curious about it because I always like, I mean, I shouldn't say I always like, but I do like certain aspects of need for speed games, especially when they have the you know police versus the racers kind of thing and i'm assuming that is part of that game yeah yeah and that's a is this is a criterion game so i mean it's a you know um so that's the is, burnout is that guys gonna, is that going to be launch current it's gen. november 6th it's 40 bucks current, oh, gen. current gen yeah hmm. i would be interested in it like when it's like super cheap burnout dropped like a rock when they did paradise um i mean i see that all the I time i never liked like i, I don't like paradise yeah. i mean the two best games that were always burnout three and burnout revenge 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. Those are those are the best ones. Um, for whatever the reason, I just couldn't get into the open world aspect of uh, Paradise. I can't get into really any of these open world racing games. Just give me a regular racing game. I'm hoping that's what Dirt 5 is. I'm hoping that Dirt 5 is just a traditional. It's got the MotorStorm guys doing it, the Evolution okay. Studio guys. Um, and I think some of the guys from Codemasters, maybe? I'm not positive on I think they're all under the same umbrella right now. Um, and Codemasters does some really good um, games, like the grid in Dirt Five. Oh, because that video what? you forwarded me um, was a they had Codemasters. Uh, yeah, they uh, make some pretty was, good games. Uh, so. That one racing game that came out, I, I want to say I got it on the Switch. I mentioned it to you guys. Um, not that long retro ago. looking one. Yeah, it's like a retro looking one. That game is actually really fun. Oh, I can't think of the name. I don't that. remember what it was called, but it's it's sort of like that uh, ch- uh, chase or uh, Horizon Chase or whatever it's called. Um, but Is I it, think it's actually uh, better. That's the um. It's on Game Pass right now. Which one? The one you're talking okay. about? Because I bl- the brand new one that just came out. I can't think of it. It has like that um. Kind of like Vexor, uh, whatever that Vexor art. Yeah. Yes. Vector, yeah, Vector. I mean, it's it's yeah. very old school looking, but it just the controls are just right. It it's just a a fun, just straight up racing game. Is it Hot Shot? I. Yeah, Maybe. it could be. I didn't like it. I downloaded it because you had suggested it, and uh, I just didn't care for it. Hmm. It's fine. I'm trying to think if that's what it was called. It's got to be because that Hot Shot Racing came out in September. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's on Game Pass. You can just play for free. So, <laughs> but you bought it on Switch like an idiot. <laughs> I don't think it was um, that expensive. It was just a download. Okay, so that's uh, any of the news that we had. Um, I'm sure there's going to be so much more coming in the next uh, few weeks with launches. Of uh, you know, the next gen, everybody seems to have like an Xbox. All the uh, influencers do, or YouTube channels, or whatever. And the PS5 is in Japan, and hopefully at some point we'll get them over this way, uh, so people will have some hands on. But let's talk. I know Brad's been waiting for this. <clears throat> the next gen talk, right? All right. So let's real quick just go over what we're getting, not game wise. But which console we're getting? Any peripherals? And then we'll talk about games. Uh, or like you. All right, I'm getting the uh, PS5. I don't really have much interest in an Xbox at this point, only because there's really just no games I'm interested in on the uh, Xbox at this point. And you're um, getting a standard PS5, correct? I'm getting the standard PS5, the disc version. I have it pre-ordered, so I'm all set with that. Um. No extra peripherals, you know, I'm just getting the regular controller. And as far as games, I will definitely be picking up Call of Duty. I think the new Call of Duty game looks amazing. And I play it for the campaign. I don't play it for the uh, online or anything like that. I, I know that's not what most people do, but I've always enjoyed the campaigns. And this campaign looks awesome. So I'll be getting that. I mean, that's... We all play. We all play COD for the campaign. None of yep. us play for the yeah. multiplayer. Brad plays a little bit yeah. of like the big battle stuff, but we really don't play any of Nothing the um, battle royale. Or the... Yeah, yeah, correct. 
So we're all in the same boat. We all love the, the campaigns yep. for the most part. And I'll probably be picking up Spider-Man. Um, maybe I'll get into it more than I did before. I, I'm kind of intrigued by the Miles Morales uh, aspect of it. So we'll see what, what happens there. But I'm definitely going to be picking up uh, uh, Spider-Man. And I'm kind of intrigued by what you said about um, in NBA 2K21. So... That might be a, a day one pickup. We'll see. I think it's like seventy bucks, a hundred bucks if you get the last gen and oh, this gen version. Bucks. It's ridiculous. Yeah, the if you just go with the PS5 version, it's sixty nine. It's it, uh, yeah. yeah. Then we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like. I also want to point out. Like everything else, you never listen. I said, let's talk about the consoles and peripherals, and we'll hold off on the games. And you're like, oh, let's go to the fucking COD and Spider-Man. I was waiting. Like, you just can't listen. It's part of my charm. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's really one way charming. to describe it. <laughs> All right, so uh, you're not getting any peripherals, no extra controllers, cameras, headphones, uh, nothing? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right, Brad, uh, can you follow uh, yes, directions? Yes, I believe so. Um, okay. I'm getting, I pre-ordered a, um, a standard PS5, um, and my current plan is to get the camera with the idea that the camera will improve VR tracking. If it, if it comes to light that, the, that it does not work with VR or is not compatible or doesn't help VR at all, I will likely not pick up the camera and just cancel that pre-order otherwise i'm not getting anything else besides the console yeah we we, we have talked about the mm-hmm. the camera like uh, we're on the same page if, if it if it helps it and it makes sense too because you don't want it to actually end up helping it but now it's hard exactly to find. i don't want to be in a situation i'd rather pre-order it and cancel the pre-order than not be able to find one and it turns out it does work with vr and the adapter for the PS4 camera turns out to be a pain in the ass to get or something. I don't want to deal with that if I don't have to. Um, but, you know, I will I will put the kibosh on that pre-order if they, you know, when Sony ever decides to give us any information, um, if it does not help VR or even work with VR. I, I'd be happy to buy it if it just works, even if it doesn't improve VR, just to not have to deal with... Uh, using the older camera but you know we'll see yeah like whatever adapter dongle yeah thing that they we, have. we still don't even know how you go about getting that thing i mean do you have to somehow prove that you own a vr unit in order to get one are they gonna pass them out at game stops i mean i have no idea so i mean you know my opinion i feel like sony's been terrible with this uh they started out so good and i think it's just been downhill with their uh, marketing and their yeah. information so, but we can, we'll talk about that. Um, so you're not getting an extra controller? Not yet. Um, the PS4 controllers will work with PS4 games on the PS5. And I'm not buying any uh, two-player or multiplayer, local multiplayer games that I'm aware of uh, anytime soon. So you're not going to play anything uh, with uh, your oh. son? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, he'll have the Switch. <laughs> He's got a PS4. I told him. I said, I said, don't expect to get much screen time with the PS5 when it arrives because uh, that's mine. This is uh, his Christmas gift, No, this is not his Christmas gift. 
What's his What's his Christmas gift? Oh, of the Xbox? No, the, his Christmas gift will be whatever he gets. That's not a PlayStation Five. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So I am going to be getting a PS Five, also the standard edition. Uh, we all kind of on the same day. Luckily, got him except for uh, for Powers, um, but he did end up getting one, so that's cool. Oh, by the way, um, if anybody needs a yeah, PS5 to... that's listening, just contact our friend Jim DePaul. He has about 97 <laughs> of them. Well, you know, I will say this. Because of Jimmy and only Jimmy, were we able to get what? PS5s. He really helped us no, out, like a true friend, so... Um, but we all got a PS5, which was cool. It was kind of a scramble, but I don't think it was actually terrible. I just like and to then, say that I got mine without any help. I, I almost killed my and wife. Then, um, I just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I decided to... And I'm the only one, I think, of our group that's getting a, an Xbox Series um, X also. Um, I don't know. I just am kind of excited for it. It is what it is. I know you guys aren't too thrilled. Oh, so about I'll it, get but, it eventually. Um, I have no doubt no. in my mind, but just not. Right Roger, did you hear this report that came out? I think it was today or yesterday about the uh, Series X running very hot. You know, I did. hear. I actually heard so here's that. The thing. I haven't listened to anything on it. I did see some YouTube like headlines, but I didn't watch any of them. Um, Cause a couple of those sites, you know, the one yeah. I'm talking King, especially just like dogs on him all the time. Well, so I just there was yet. His, his, his particular video was funny, but I didn't take it to heart. I actually just thought it was amusing. You, but you know, it would be amusing. Other videos that came out and there was actually a video of the giant bomb guys. And he pulled the memory card out of the back of the Xbox, which was not powered on. It was in standby mode. And he almost dropped the mm. memory card because it was so hot to the touch. And that, to me, I found to, to be a little bit concerning. You know what's going to be funny is that Roger's going to be the only one of us to get it. And, you know, he just got this house, which has turned into a money pit for him, <laughs> in that the Xbox somehow ends up burning down his house. <laughs> I don't know why this is funny. I don't know how that sentence starts off. You know what would be funny it's if Roger's no, family you, died no, they're no, horrible no, survivors. I'm sure you get them all out safely. <laughs> oh, Brad, you know what would be a, a real hoot? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I saw the headlines. I haven't, you know, I, I'll watch some stuff tomorrow and listen to some stuff and see some other hands-ons. You know, every other hands-on that I had seen, nobody well, said it was hot. okay, they're... Now... This is getting into. I'm not saying that. Just the the, few that I've seen. If you watch the review tech video, because I found his video to be the most alarming in terms of the the hot stuff, he kind Uh, of feels as though they're being told not to comment on it, and it's it's possible because even the giant bomb guys went because he cuts to their video of what happened, and they don't want to talk about it. It's like. The one guy acknowledges the, that the memory card is super hot, and it's almost like they quickly put the kibosh on even talking about it. And then he even starts to, like, almost make excuses for it. So I kind of wonder if they're being told not to talk about it. Like, 
you know, we're giving you an Xbox here and they might run a little hot, but we don't want that to be a public thing. Or, you know, I don't know. I, I'm just, it, it's, it's a conspiracy what, what? type of, of conversation, I know. And I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Yes. So what I will say is, you are a conspiracy theory guy. Well, okay. So if, if there's a chance that there's a conspiracy, you're <laughs> like, yes, I'm all in on it. Um, I'm not saying, I just feel like some of these places, at least the things that I think we watch that we fairly, you know, like trust, they would say if it was not just because they got a free one that they have to send back. It's not like they get to keep it like that. They wouldn't talk about it. You know, I don't know. Well, Maybe I'm okay. totally wrong, but I, I don't know. I think there's more to it in my head, at least in terms of a potential problem, because I keep saying, why don't they show us games running on a series X? The only games that are running on series X are old games. Why? But they wouldn't ship these if this was a problem. You know they would not, after the Red Ring of Death, that they would not ship out really hot You Xboxes. would think so, but my guess is that the everybody that's getting an Xbox right now is probably getting an older prototype or something. It might not be a final model, which could also explain why they're not being giving, given any next-gen games to preview. Maybe because these older models do run hot or there is a chance that they fail and that has since been resolved, but they're not ready to share that current hardware. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to, like, I'll, I'll watch the giant bomb stuff. I like, you know, listening to them anyways, or watching them. Um, but a lot of these, like, you know, I know you're talking about with the, the tech review guy. He's super conspiracy. But he's theory. also hard. Um, Xbox. Yeah. Oh, he is it's just like, I don't know, dude, we've listened to so many different, like, quick like from ign to GameSpot to you know whoever and no one has yeah. said this thing is hot i just don't think they're like hey we can't talk about how hot it is i i don't know maybe i'm wrong i haven't even seen a tweet about it who knows well hey look we'll find out when my fucking dies right. the first we'll find week out I when get it. it's all good <laughs> don't look it'll, it'll be, be hilarious. okay with all the water that pours into that room it'll be fun <laughs> that's true <laughs> What a fucking... Oh, I don't want to talk about it. All right, so uh, I'm getting the PS5, I'm getting the Series X, and I'm getting the 3D audio headset. Um, I'm a big sucker for what they're, you know, Sony is doing with the controller and the headset. I'm buying into it, so we'll see if it's actually uh, true or not, but I'm kind of excited because, as Brad would say, the Xbox really just seems like more Xbox, and the PS5 seems like right. a new yep. system. And that's exciting to me. So I went with the headphones. I'm not getting an extra controller. I'm not getting the camera. And yet. I think those headphones um, are a hell of a deal. The 3D audio and the and, and brand new headphones for a hundred bucks. I mean, my platinum headphones were more than a hundred dollars, and they only do simulated 3D audio. Yeah, that's my only worry is that yeah. it's kind of a gift. What does that mean? If they're only a hundred bucks, and um, it's basically an improved surround sound within your headphones, so it actually, um, it has multiple channels that actually sound like, you know, where they want the sound to come from, whether it's behind you, to your right, to your left, in front of you, and you can actually okay. hear it in different places in the headset. Um, Monster Hunter World has 3D audio on the PS4. Mm -hmm. That's the first time I experienced it with my platinum headphones. And it was pretty cool. You know, you're walking through like 
the jungles or whatever in the in in the uh in a few of those maps and you can hear like sounds off in the distance or like bugs and you know and other monsters off in the distance and stuff and it was pretty cool it was oh, very be, that immersive. would be awesome if like a resident yeah. evil game it's it's neat to say the least I mean, they're definitely hyping it up. It's not like this is like, hey, it's just new headphones. Yeah. It's their 3D audio experience, whatever. So we'll see. It could and be just a bunch of. There are even so bullet pointing games that that feature 3D audio. It's that's I don't ever recall seeing that before. Like I'm seeing it now. No, I agree. But also with the uh, headphone app on the PS4, they were like pretty excited about that. And then they is uh, uh, they Resident Evil it, Eight so. going to be. Uh... For PS5? Yes. Okay. Because that would be a cool game to do that with. Yeah. All right. Let's, um, because this segment is now, everything's going along as uh, we talk about this stuff. But let's, let's talk, I want to go over real quick. And Brad, you can chime in at the end here with any games that I missed or whatever that's coming out. Confirmed for launch that I could find on GameSpot and I think IGN sites. Um, and... For the PS5 and the Xbox, and then things that are like around it, so like through the end of the year. So I'm going to talk about them real quick, and you guys can talk about any of the games that you want. You can tell me what you're going to get. Um, so let's just do this real quick. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Astro's Playroom, which is a pack-in for the PS5, Demon Souls, exclusive PS5, Destruction All-Stars, which I believe is exclusive yes, it is. It's uh, Sony's PS5. publishing it. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, DMC 5 Special Edition, um, Godfall exclusive, Miles Morales with the Spider-Man um, Remaster, also exclusive, Observer System Redux, Redo, I don't know, uh, The Pathless, Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Those are the confirmed launch titles. COD's there right. too. It comes out like a day later, but um, COD is pretty much there too. Now, those are launch games. This is launch window. Bug Snacks, I really don't know much about it. You know, we've seen the video. None of us are really into it. Uh, Dirt 5, which comes out like a week before. Immortals Phoenix Rising, which comes out December 3rd, I believe. Um, Madden 21. NBA 2K21. Outriders, which still doesn't have a date. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which we're not even sure if that's actually uh, coming out this year. And Watchdog Legions is the... I think that comes out the 28th of October. So it'll be there right around the time. It's mm-hmm. supposed to have ray tracing and stuff like that. So that's the PS5, um, you know, launch from what I can tell. Destiny 2, Fortnite, all the games that are kind of games for services now are going and you can play them on both. And some of them are getting upgraded. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. Like Rainbow Six, I think, was in there. I, I was kind of just going with games that were like, Standalone titles, not just like these services games that are already playable. On the Xbox, it's a much worse list with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Bright Memory, which I think is a PC game currently. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not Bright Memory Infinite. I think yeah. that this is the one that's before it, but My I don't know too much is, about it's it. A, it's uh, a prequel to the full game that's supposedly coming out sometime next year. Yes. Now that that was one of the better looking games that Xbox showed when their initial um, conference or whatever yeah. their uh, I forget what it was called. But anyway, Dirt Five, DMC Five again. There's a Gears Five upgrade which is cool on day one. 
uh, Gears Tactics, which is in NBA 2K21, uh, Observer again. Um, Samurai Spirits might be launching. Yeah. That's that Samurai Showdown game, right, Brad? The the game is already on current gen. Oh, okay. Uh, Tetris Effect Connected, which is also already pretty much on the um, PS4. Uh, The Falconer and then Yakuza Like a Dragon, um, which is kind of cool because it's not on the PS5 for a while, but it's also turn-based and doesn't look good. So Uh, then there's 12 minutes. Uh, Call of Duty again, Black Ops uh, World uh, Cold War. Uh, is Control yes. the Ultimate Edition on both of them? Okay, so Control the Ultimate Editions on both. Crossfire X, which is only on the Series X. The Medium, um, which doesn't, which have is a on date the yet, Series the X. Out. Correct. Yeah. These are these are ones that are like the window. These last few things. Uh, Outriders again, Immortals, Phoenix Rising again, and Destiny 2. So they don't really have a ton. I mean, some of these are on Game Pass, which is really the kind of the selling point to the Series X or the Series S. But I definitely think, oh, the Ascent and Scorn also might be launch titles uh, on Game Pass, but I'm not sure. They're definitely in the window. Uh, Scorn is the one that looked like yeah. the Aliens game, like which the HR Giger game. gameplay, right? And the Ascent. Correct, but I think it's either on PC or coming out. On, like it's, I wanted to say it was on PC, but I'm not sure if it's uh, currently out or not yet. Uh, and then the Ascent, which is, I think is a top-down isometric view. Um, so, I mean, we can talk about, you know, since you guys are all getting the PlayStation and so am I. Um, real quick before I go into these, I wanted to mention, I think this is awesome. The PS Plus collection stuff mm-hmm. that is day one, right? These are the games that come with the PS5 in the PS Plus collection, which I know we have most of them in general, but there's some I don't have. Right. And I'm like, this is this is fantastic. And if you've never had a PlayStation, yeah. this is incredible. So you get Battlefield 1, you get Arkham Knight, Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, uh, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Last Guardian, Last of Us Remaster. Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat 10X, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 7, Uncharted 4, and Until Dawn, all free. I mean, you pay yep. for plus, but still, that's awesome. That's a murder row of game, man. And, you know, I've never played Last Guardian, so now I can check that yeah. out. You want to know what's sad? I have every <laughs> single one of these games, except for Fallout 4. You know, that's I am all the ones well, I would ever have either, for so. <laughs> Well, I don't have, I currently, although I've played them, I don't currently own God of War or Days Gone. And I do have some interest in going back to Days Gone. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if any of these get like yeah. kind of like a an upgrade. Well, you saw that boost That'd be awesome. mode was confirmed, right, for PS5. So I'd like to think Correct. that all yep. last-gen games will have at least a slight performance increase, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, you and I have talked about in general, like, we don't really... I, yeah. I don't care about 60 frames. Like, I'm sure it's amazing, but I'd rather have a better-looking game in the end. So if it's if it runs at a smooth 30 but looks, mm-hmm. like, incredible, that, to me, is fine. If it can run at 60 and look awesome, even better. Um, all right, so these are the games that are coming out. Launch games in the window through the end of the year, what games are you 
getting or kind of like on the fence about getting? Um, I can go first if you'd like. Um, real quick, Scorn yeah, is care. not out on PC. It has a uh, to-be-determined release date. Okay, I wasn't sure, so I didn't know if it was one of those um, ones that was just getting ported. As far over. as uh, launch titles, uh, besides the freebies, um, I'm getting Call of Duty, I believe. Um, and as of right now, I'm leaning towards uh, Godfall because I want a next-gen only game and something that's not cross-gen. And uh, I'm just not a Souls guy, even though that's probably the best of them in terms of uh, next-gen only. Um, I, I just don't have yeah. have it in me to play a Souls game. So I'm leaning Godfall, and uh, unless it, it gets panned in, in reviews uh, prior to release, and, uh, and that's about it, you know, um, unless there's a few things that get dates that currently don't, I'm probably good to play PS4 games on there and maybe get some free upgrades or something. Um, and, uh, and then see what we get in the near future. I mean, that's the exciting stuff is yeah. also just playing your current library. So, um, yep. well, like you're getting Spider-Man, you said, yeah. uh, and, and I'm was kind of on the fence with the uh, sport games. Like, I always tend to, at least even as far back as I remember, I think going all the way back to PS2, I always get Madden at launch. Um, I mean, you guys got to, like, totally not yeah, Madden. Yeah, and that's part of how why bad the Giants are, right? I have little interest in it. But if it reviews great, if it, you know, you know maybe I'll get it. I don't know. Uh, you know, something to keep in mind, Oleg, too. Uh, Madden is a free upgrade if you have the PS4 version. Which I don't. So, one, in, you know, one strategy you could take is you wait until Black Friday and see if games like Madden are 29 bucks on the PS4, and then you get a free PS5 upgrade. How do you get the PS5 upgrade? You pop the disc in your PS5, and it asks you if you want to upgrade. Oh. That's, how they're, that's how they're talking about it, at least. And how much is that going to be? Do we know? Well, on Madden, it's free. EA already said it's. Oh, gonna it's going to be free. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brad, how much is that free upgrade? Uh, Again, no. he but doesn't with listen that being to us. Said, Raj, that might be a good way to approach COD also, because. Well, then again, you know, COD comes out a week before Black Friday, so that's not going to be discounted. No, but Madden will. God's be, not going to be guaranteed. Exactly, there will be a discount on Madden on Black Friday. I can, you know, I consider. I still have to see like oh, I'm not good gameplay. I'm just saying, just some you know somebody like Oleg who is the kind on the fence. If you can get it for twenty nine bucks and then you get a free PS five version of it just for popping the disc in, yeah, why not? It'll be interesting to see what games are on sale come um, Black Friday, which is what two weeks after the launch. Like those are the games that clearly just did not move. Like whether it's Sackboy or. Destruction All Stars or whatever I'm it is, like, because I don't think they're going to do very well. White PS PS Five logo across the top of the box will not be on sale on Black Friday. Not one. That's my not prediction. one. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll bet you on that. I'll, I'll do a lunch okay. with you. We'll never eat lunch until under uh, after COVID, uh, I, and then you'll forget. So I'll <laughs> take it. <laughs> I'll be dead. Um. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I, I think if it's got a PS5 title, I, I see either Destruction All-Stars. 
I could possibly see Godfall, uh, but we'll see. Um, I think I plan to get. I'm definitely getting Demon Souls. <laughs> I just never and... seen you playing that, but okay. I played Demon Souls is the one I played the most out of all of them. Okay. Um, I played on the PS3 a lot of it. Um, I mean, it was frustrating, but I still really it enjoyed it. And this one looks very pretty. So uh, I told you, I'm, I, I'm on the fence at Godfall. It depends on how it, how it reviews. I'm definitely not getting Spider Man at least right away. Um, and then there's nothing on the Xbox. I'm not getting one single game on the Xbox. So I have Game Pass. If it's on there, I'll play it that way. Or I'm not buying anything for the the uh, Xbox specifically. I'm on the fence about Dirt Five and uh, Valhalla, uh, Assassin's Creed. I need to see more on that. In Dirt Five, I really kind of got to see some more racing. But those are kind of the ones like I'm not positive. But definitely Demon Souls and COD. Oh, sorry, yeah. COD. COD's the one that we I think we're all getting so. Um, but the Demon Souls and Cotter, my two, my mm-hmm. definites, and then everything else is like, eh, maybe. Yeah, depends on reviews, stuff like that. Um, hey, it's, and, I think and it's like a good I've line, been a saying, if uh, for many console launches over the past, you know, few years or decades now, I guess Target does buy two get one free at launch. They did it with the Vita launch. They did it with the Xbox One. They did it with the PS4. I clearly will be getting three games at launch if there's a buy two get one yeah. uh, deal going on. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, that's a that's a <laughs> lot of money from, from Target. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. I'll definitely if that's the case, then I'll definitely get uh, Spider Man, COD, and probably one of the sport games. Is my guess. I mean, we're all pumped for, you know, I think it's, I think we all are pretty happy with where we are at, you know, PS4, Xbox One, whatever it is. But like, I think it's time. I think we're ready for next gen. It's exciting that it's five weeks away. Which I is think very I'm cool. more ready for next um, gen because of backwards yeah. compatibility. Oh, yeah. No, completely. If you had to leave the this PS4 stuff behind, I'd be more is hesitant. such an amazing system. Like, I don't really want. It's by far my, my favorite generation. It's, by far the most games I've had too. Granted, yeah, a yeah. lot of them are like PS Plus games, but still. <laughs> it, but they do great sales. Dude, we didn't the, have that the on the 360 PS3, and like, PS3 never had you know digital I mean? sales like this. As a matter of fact, the digital games were always way overpriced on those yeah. on those generations, and and you'd have to go get a used game or something um, cheap. And now it's they've taken the Steam approach, go in where these games the are PS3 just store. pennies on the dollar. Yeah, there's a sale every week of something. It's awesome. Um, I looked up like whatever it was um, on the Xbox uh, for like backwards compatible old games, and I went to the PS3 store to see games. There's still crazy money, dude. Black Ops One or Two, I forget which one, is forty bucks. PS3 games never go on sale on PSN. No, and there's it's so yeah, slow to even connect to the PS3. I mean, if you're like the network, a PS3 game, you just set it up to go overnight, basically, and it might not even be done then. And even then, yeah. it's just easier to buy it used. It's and, cheaper and used. Unlike it's this generation, they yeah. don't require full game installs anyway, so the disc is is more convenient in in every possible way. Um, but you know, 
with this next generation launching, getting used PS3 and 360 games is going to get harder and harder to find. Oh, yeah, there already are. Like, yeah. you go into any GameStop and they barely have any selection anymore. Yeah. So. <sighs> Well, I'm glad, uh, you know, that we got a chance to, to talk about it. Um, I think we're now probably at like two hours. I haven't, you know, once I figured all this out. Yeah. We... Um, it's going a little, it's getting fairly late. Uh, I definitely want to talk more about next gen. So next week when we, when we get together, we can talk more. See if there's any news, but we can get into the storage yeah. um, issue. Um, and we can, you know, I want to talk about the current um, information that Microsoft and Sony's doing. I feel like, we're not learning enough or um, Microsoft's been really good about it, but we can talk about it next week. Um, maybe we'll have more info on the PS5 at that point. So real quick, the only other thing I have is I have a segment I want to do called Welcome to the Thunderdome. I put in two <laughs> topics. We fight to the death about the topics. This one is going to be the shortest topic ever. What's the better <laughs> cinematic universe the MCU or the TCU? Do we even need to speak? I mean, come on. This is so obvious. No. That's it's, a, it's a good joke. Oh, You know what's funny is I actually cannot wait to, to talk about that at some point. We're not going to do it this week. We That will be a segment we'll do. Uh, I'm going to call it the Thunderdome. We'll throw in two topics and we'll just really discuss them. Take one side. But, no, we're not going to talk about it. It's not even a, a question. Um... <laughs> I just thought we'd just it'll come DC up often, just a little more. I, I, I still think DC's got potential. Superman sucks. Oh, I agree they got potential. You're completely right. All right, and then uh, the last segment, if uh, if um, um, if you want, Brad, yeah. Well, I was gonna Brad really gonna rant. dig my claws into the next gen storage uh, situation. That was that was really what was irking me for the past couple of weeks to the point where I was even researching SSD drives for external purposes because this nonsense of the limited storage that we're going to be getting next gen and the required SSD for running next gen games um, it's going to be a pain in the ass it's going to be a pain in the ass Um, and they're saying now you know they went from oh it's only going to take you 10 minutes to move a game from an external drive to the internal drive and then all of a sudden it changed to 40 minutes. Um, I think that we are going to have trouble with storage and it's going to be a pain in the neck. All that being said, what the SSD offers us as, as gamers in terms of speed and load times or lack thereof, it's probably going to be worth it, even though it sucks. Um, and I, it's really going to piss me off when we get a revised, you know, like a, uh, a PS5 Slim or something, and all of a sudden it has two terabytes in it, and it's cheaper and whatever. It's just, it sucks. Now, if Sony would actually come out and tell us how we can upgrade our memory, maybe I wouldn't be as annoyed by, uh, uh, by it right now. But what Xbox has done is come out with their proprietary cards for $230 for one terabyte of extra memory. And you know those prices are not going to go down anytime soon because they're proprietary. That's why we need to see what Sony is going to offer us with them allowing third-party memory to go into their system 
Is it going to be an extra slot? Do we have to pull the card out that's in there already, which would suck because then you're losing 825 gigabytes just to replace it with something else. Um, there's, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered in terms of storage. And it's a problem right now that bugs me when it comes to next gen. I think so. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> well, I thought it would be angrier. Look, I, you know, no, no, I could cool. go on all night. <laughs> if you really wanted me to, and it's going to get more and more pissy about it as I talk about it. <laughs> Brad, how do you feel about that? The that can no, be my it. rant for next week. Now, Brad, for Brad, when he yeah, no, has I actually, to I, uh, download it, and re-download, uh, you know, more than you know, two games. Well, dude, I mean, look, we're looking at games right now. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is like 160 gig on my PS4. And this whole thing that Mark Cerny came out was like, oh, games are going to be smaller next gen. And then they come out with uh, the the Spider-Man collection, which is 110 gig for those two games. And Demon's Souls, which is 60 gig. Wait, what are you talking about with Spider-Man collection? The Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, Miles Morales. Okay. The, yeah, okay. that includes the remaster. It's Got 110 it. gig for the two games combined. Jeez. So you're looking at you buy that Demon Souls and one more game, half your memory's gone. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's let's curb this till next week. All right, it's it's definitely getting late. It's a, definitely a long conversation that we can have about it. Um, yeah. you said you wanted to do a little research on the SSDs anyways. Um, but we'll have a conversation about it and then I'll let you rant. Yeah. Well, you know, my S rant on the series S is mostly going to be because the memory is even worse in that thing. And I feel like Microsoft. Is... All right. And on that note, then we will see everybody, hopefully, uh, next week i'm glad if you you know you tuned in and checked it out and you enjoyed it um and if not see you later Bye.